The following podcast is a production of the network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Welcome back to another episode of Podcasters. I'm the Dungeon Master Anthony, and I am with the Fabala Five. What is going on, What is going on, everyone? Uh, this is awesome. Let me hit the plugs in the beginning because we are currently running live Twitch. If you are watching it, we are running on our Twitch at Podcasters underscore Sundays from seven to nine usually. Oh, Ricky plugged it in, uh, but. If you're watching the replay via YouTube or listening to uh, the podcast audio version and you want a little bit more direct experience, please jump in, watch us run it live uh, through our Twitch and join in on the fun because I feel like it's been a little bit more excitement in the past couple episodes uh, with the with where the party's been going. Because where we last left off, the party had made their way through the Fey Wild into the Winter Fey. Uh, tracked after a white dragon's lair, found it, found unexpected devices and almost like a pop-up workshop of sort at the lair, as well as a strange dragon egg. Along with a friend, uh, they came to uh, know as Yanni, which is a good friend of ours that uh, jumped in to join it for a fun little spot. With the party trekking through the, uh, to the more of a, the base of this giant ice structure that they traveled into, which is the way I've described it is picture a iceberg plopped, kind of like a chunk of an iceberg plopped on an open uh, tundra. They made their way to the base, finding some eldritchy, aberrant book. Howard fell to a fit while Azoth and Remus, right, were looking over at a metal man. Thanks, you were. I remember where you were in the room. Thanks was getting a little weird that Howard was getting a little. Thanks, uh, keeping an eye on Howard. I, I, I did do some cleric stuff. No, you're good. You're doing cleric stuff in the room, kind of just prepping. Just in case. Just in case, because in the moment with Azoth, Remus, and their friend Yanni uh, disturbing this, uh, for lack of term, a warforged body, launching blasts from from its hands, kind of kicking that off into motion, disturbed a sleeping entity that was beneath the room. As you all look to the floor in in the course of this interaction, seeing the floor close, seemingly, and opening with an eyeball starting to turn around and kind of look as the room shaked you all ran up did a darrowing escape montage of running through kind of backtracking your way into this lair and before you could get to the full on dragons kind of lair horde where you had your first encounter the structure bust into pieces and you found yourself falling free falling jumping from uh Chunks of ice 
mid uh, 300, 400 feet in the air. As you're rocketing to the ground, the last ditch effort, your friend Yanni ran off the side, leaped and dove, while the rest of you hung, I'm pretty sure, to this 20-foot-around slab of ice rock, uh, rocketing to the ground. Finks, you currently are shifting between the inferior, the ethereal plane. Yes. Everyone else, I believe, jumped off? Yeah, Yanni told me to follow him and trust him, and then I just, I watched you, you, the swan you, dive, and I ran after and jumped. Assuming you, he knew about the Feywild. I believe him still. So, pick up. Remus looks over, leaps off, trusting. Howard, you were, you took two daggers out, jabbed him into the ice kind of block, and I'm pretty sure you were kind of bracing. I was, but then I ditched that and Finks. ran over, jumped off, grabbed Finks in the process. There we go. You ran over, yeah. jumped off, grabbed Finks in the process, and you guys are, you two jumped. We jumped. Azoth, you were holding on to the ice structure with everyone else as you were all falling. You see your friends leap. You take a moment. What are you doing as you're all kind of like, you ever see the other guys? Where you're looking at the ground and it's quickly approaching, and it's like that. There goes my like you're all the ones that jumped. Azoth, what are you doing in this moment? I'm gonna follow him because waiting last time for too long to follow them before did not work out well for me. So I'm just gonna follow the pack and let go and, and jump. Aim for the bushes. Aim for the bushes. Yeah, aim for the bushes. All right. So you all jump. A second on this. Mm-hmm. Roll for initiative. <laughs> I want everyone to make. That, that's no, the order Finks. in which we, we make our, our moves. <laughs> uh, so, Finks, real quick, what spell did you cast? I'm going, uh, you did. It was blink. Blink. It currently is, uh, it is currently live for, I'll say, Eight more rounds because it's a minute. It's a minute long spell, right? Uh, double check that, but I think so. I don't remember were... correctly though. You rolled underneath where you wouldn't blink out. Yeah, but it happens every turn. Oh, yeah, okay. It happens gotcha. every turn. Gotcha. But currently, you're holding on to Howard. Currently, I'm solid. And you guys are falling off and jumped. Earth is approaching. Everyone, I'm giving you a reaction. You're seventy feet from the ground. You're moving fast. You get about a round and a half to figure out what you're doing. I would like to use my large winter coat. And I'm going to tuck my, pull the sleeves through. Or I'm going to take my arms out of the sleeves and try and pass them to each other. And use my tail to hold the back of my coat and try and fashion a parachute of sorts. Give me a... Make a deck. Make an acrobatic shock. I'll give you that. I've had some time to think about how I want to die. Okay. I got a 15. Okay. You got a 15? You know what? I'm going to use my brain powers too and roll that D8. I mean, if there was a time too, this is this is the day to you guys. I got a 23 now. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, no, 
Howard. I'm sorry, uh, Howard and Finks. Are you both, how, how are you guys kind of locked arms? Are you just kind of grabbed on to each other? Or, kind of locking, like, or what are you trying to do? Getting bear hugged. <laughs> yeah, I figured bear hug wise, you know, facing each other. Like intimate moments as the, uh, yeah. Okay. Intimate moments as the wind rushes past our hairs. At now, full when, force. when you blink, do you take anyone with you? I want to say no, but again, let me double check. I haven't right. used it yet. All right. So you're getting ready for that because I'm pretty sure you're, so you're just holding on. I'll say make a dexterity save with disadvantage, Howard, because you are not trying to do anything, unless you're trying to do anything to evade other than the bear hug. Are you just uh nope, just bear hugging him for the moment until we get close, I'd say about thirty feet from the ground. Thirty feet from the ground? But yeah, just bear hugging. Bear hugging. So what I would like to do, is since okay. I had a whole week to think about this, I'm gonna swallow a health I'm gonna put I'm gonna drink a health potion, but I'm not gonna okay, swallow it. it. I'm gonna keep it in my cheeks. <laughs> And then I'm gonna tie. I'm gonna tie like a cloth around my, rip a cloth off and wrap it around my mouth and hope for the best. What would I? I don't know. All you right, all right. Game. I'll let you. I'm gonna say. <laughs> all right, make a dexterity save with disadvantage. Okay. As you're falling. And you're currently not trying to stop yourself. You're just like, you're preparing for the fall. All right. A 12 and a 14. So 12. Okay. Azoth, what are you doing? I am diving, angling my body in such a way that I will speed past those who have already jumped so I can be closer to the ground before everybody else. You said we're about 70 feet away from the ground. ground. Yes. That's all. Okay. So you're just sort of um, Muddy Morphin Power Rangers, just skydiving this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Got it. Red Hat Chili Peppers blasting. It's doing it. All right. Are you, is anyone preparing to spell for a moment, for a reaction? Um, I have a, well, sure. I'm going to use Tensor's floating disc under me as well. Oh, you're going to do it. You're going to just pop it right so now. Like, I'm a, well, it lasts, how, how fast do I fall? Like 10 feet around? Uh, I'm pretty sure it is. Uh, let's see. Falling rules. Because Tensor's disc lasts an hour. I figure if I have a parachute, and it's under my feet. All right, hold on. Fast, do you fall? Or under my belly, I guess, if I'm using my tail and my arms. Just kind of spread eagle on the. It's like an elevator, except it doesn't go up; it just goes down. I'm on the Tower hmm. of Terror ride right now. Oh, bad story. So, so. What I'm finding real quick just pops up. It says like you're gonna fall about five hundred sec five hundred feet a second. I was gonna give you give you all essentially what <laughs> or five hundred feet uh, around. What? I didn't have that going in. Playing God, I'm saying I was giving you guys kind of two rounds before you have to deal with bludgeoning and damage and speed and everything. <clears throat> but if you're something, but if something that. Uh, 
that depends on a on a falling speed. Let me see. Um, falling see, speed. Just let me know when I'm thirty feet away. Yeah, I'll say make an intelligence check. It's from Cora. It says, uh, rules is written by Wizards of the Coast per turn with 500 feet, assuming no such thing as uh, falling acceleration. So if you're 500 feet, you've got another turn before you hit the ground to use uh, Featherfall. Yeah. So you guys have about a round and a half. I'm giving you all about a round and a half. All right. So I'm set, I think. Yeah. Okay. Uh, is there rules on tensors on falling? On, on I can't remember if we figured out. Were there rules on how uh, tensors falls? I'm just assuming it's gonna fall with my speed. Like I'm, I'm on my stomach with my arms and my tail. You're holding, t- you're holding on a tensor's it's, disc it's below like you. A, I don't want to say it's like an airbag buffer, but basically, I'm waiting for the three feet to just stop us, that it floats off the ground. <laughs> Okay. And hope for the uh, best. We're going to roll we're going to roll with this. You right, roll so, however you want. No, this is great. So I've been kind of th- figuring out how we're going to go from here. This is going to be an intense episode. This I I figure this kickoff is going to be big. I want everyone to make perception checks as you're kind of prepping your move and kind of positioning yourself because turning around, you now look up at the sky and realize there's more debris behind you. Ugh. <laughs> You don't notice this because you are currently trying to swap yourself and try and make it so that you are ready for this kind of kickback. After I'm prepared, silent prayers. Yeah. 13. You see a plethora of almost like an avalanche is falling above you, just like rocks and chunks of, or giant chunks of ice are falling, and you see other sheets of uh, broken, uh, almost like crystals kind of flying through the air. Ahead of you. you, guys may want to have a backup plan for that. Howard, I'd say with a thirteen, with things doing all that, you just kind of tuck it in, waiting the ground. You look up, you notice above you Azoth uh, diving down and kind of looking around. What was your perception check? Twenty. Twenty. You clearly see the debris falling from above. What was your intelligence check, by the way? Nine. Nine. All right. Uh, coming a little, cut, cutting it a little close, but with your newfound kind of direction of intelligence, you're finding yourself. You feel like you can mathematically time out thirty feet. Right. I'll say you can time that out because you're falling at a quickly accelerated rate. What do you guys wish to do with the with the knowledge of the debris falling from above? Because this may hurt if it lands on any of you. My parachute is going to save me. It's a coat. Okay. I've got nothing. I know. I love it. It's great. It's great. No, you know what? Uh, if if I land safely, I will instantly pull out a barrel lid and put it over my head. That just is what it. I'm going to do. No, I'm not going to pop it. I'm just going to have the lid because I oh, know it's just a, it's just an illusion, anyways. All right. Save. Okay. Save the charge. Yeah. This is no. all fake, anyway. It's all good. Remus is going to finally wake up in uh, Wild Mount. Thank God. Nice one. Uh, <laughs> and you were there? And you were there? <laughs> there was this goblin? Like, we actually stuffed him back in the chest way back when, and it wasn't the other guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. You 
took my pants. <laughs> I had you all roll dexterity saving throws <clears throat> with advantage or certain ones uh, where with disadvantage. Right now? Before, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Do you guys remember them? No. Yeah. No? No. <laughs> I don't remember right now. Again. All right. So we're going to roll some deck saves with, with your newfound plans, and we're going to see what happens. You have a round to enact and see what happens. Uh, there is a DC for hitting the ground. There's damage for hitting the ground. All right. Sweet. Deck saves right now. Remus, we're going we're okay, to start good. with you first. Go for it. As you uh, jump off, leap, summit tensor's disc right kind of below you, so you start floating, uh, falling down kind of with it, hoping it to kind of be an uh, invisible barrier from when you hit the ground itself. Uh, you, you quickly, acrobatically held onto your coat, hoping it will give you a slight advantage. So give me a straight deck save. I'm going to use my side eye. Got it. It is, after that in the roll, a 21. Okay. You are plummeting to the ground. You see this happening. You are approaching quicker, faster. The wind is rushing. It is freezing. You take just from the pure cold of the wind and the elemental Four points of uh, frost damage of the wind just ripping past your face. Of just the air and the ice and just this moment of extreme intensity. But I've got a mask on. Your your arms take the, the, the arm burn. Damn me wind, using my warm coat as a parachute. It's wind burn. So your face is covered, but your your arms. <laughs> Azoth. You come swooping down. What was your deck save? It's just straight decks. It's a higher save, but it's not with disadvantage. 15. 15. Okay. With your intelligence check, you caught it. You hit the 30 feet. What are you doing at 30 feet? All right. So uh, I'm actually going to do this all in one go because I'm going to use bonus action for this too. So I am going to at 30 feet because shape water works from 30 feet away. I am going to shape the snow because we're out in the tundra underneath me into a um, essentially like a queen-sized pool. So five feet by five feet, uh, making essentially a pool of water for these guys to land in or to at least soften their blow because it's not fatal under 100 feet, no matter how fast you're going because you fall at the same speed regardless of the height. And then I'm going to use my quick change bracelet as my bonus action, and I'm going to wild shape into a... uh, bat a giant bat and i am going so so water shape foom bat and glide <laughs> out of the way of the debris and I, I can't fly so i'm just gonna glide and fall until i coast down because i actually can't okay. fly so i'm just gonna paper airplane loop down okay. until i uh land all right so you swoop down change quick I'm going to make you... Do you have a, the giant bat stats? Uh, um, I do. Bear with me one moment here. All good. I'm going to ask you to make a dexterity saving... Uh, I'm sorry, a dexterity... Shh, dexterity saving throw with the, with the bat's stats. Okay. Does, right, it, so, does it give you a, a saving throw? Um, no, it just says dex 16 plus... All right. 
Do a dex, do a dexterity check then. Okay. So we've got an, a nat twenty plus three. Okay. So as you turn into the bat, you start gliding and swooping your way around, kind of precise, uh, kind of precision fl- gliding for this last thirty feet around. Uh, you can get a maybe I I would give you five feet of elevation up, but you're not flapping, so catch up and then you can coast your way down. All right, out of the debris, out of the out of the debris. Yep, you take because of that two points of I of uh, frost damage. Works for me. Just deal, just kind of swooping around, and flying through all these chunks of ice that are falling, and just. Yep. This uh, kind of the aftermath of this crash and fl- fall. Yeah, and the water's for those guys. Yes. Okay. Uh, I'll say with that one, with the water kind of happening, would you all try to aim yourself towards the water? So I'll ask to make a check for that. Um, I mean, I would assume yeah. I'm trying to fall near the water, and then once my disc gets close enough where I can pop off, I'm going to dive and board off of it into the water so I don't take any sort of Perfect. Residual damage from it hitting its stopping point. Okay. So you start aiming your way out. You're a rogue. You're kind of gliding enough. I'll say you can start to make your way towards that. I need you both to make dexterity saving throws for me. Uh, Howard and Finks. Straight. Straight dex saves. All right. 18. 22. Nice. Okay. You uh, turn around and position yourself, popping off of the rock and start falling. I need you to make your, was it wisdom save? Or you need to make the wisdom save to see if you blink out. Uh, It's just a straight d20. Oh, make the d20 roll. 50-50. Here we go. That is an eight. So I do not move. All right. So you are with Howard and you guys are falling. I'll say... Uh, one of you make an acrobatics check. I would assume it would be Howard to position yourself and kind yeah. of gear yourself at. Oh, nice. I don't even know if my eyes are open. What? Um, I don't even know if my character's eyes are open. I think he's, like, terrified. So uh, It's uh, 20 total acrobatics. 20 total. Yep. All right. Uh, you position yourself for this pool of water? Yeah, and basically you're what I'm you're in is I'm kind of, like, straightening up as stiff as possible so i'm landing like feet first to create as much like less drag as possible when we land and as soon as we hit the water uh misty step out into solid ground and just start booking it away from debris or anything else like that with finks in hand because as long as he's willing he can misty step with me okay yep uh so there's a moment that as you guys turn yourself you see this moment that uh, Howard kind of grabs Fink's real tight corks and angles the body, so you start uh, shooting yourself straight to the pool of water. You are now directly above it. In a moment, you go, we're going to Missy Step! Finks, you're aware that Howard's about to Missy Step, so be ready to go with him or not. Your choice. Sweet. You guys, all in a moment, it's kind of a... As you hit the water, Remus, you fly in... I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. And I'll say add your charisma modifier to it as well for the buffer from Tensor's disc to catch you from the bounce. 
This is you at, in the moment of you trying to save to not take as much damage hitting the ground. You're trying to maneuver t- uh, tensors to kind of bounce and hopefully not add to the bludgeoning damage. With my charisma and dex saving throw, I got a 20. 20. You take half. I'll take it. Damage. So Howard and Finks, with no uh, going straight into the water, mm-hmm. there is no damage, as Azoth says. I need you to make a intelligence save, uh, dexterity saving throw. See if you are fast enough to cast Misty Step. Uh, 18. 18. Fortunately, it's going to have to wait a second. Do you need to okay. see where you cast Misty Step? Uh, as long as it's like an area within 30 feet of me that I've seen, or that's unoccupied, then yeah. So falling down, I'm assuming I would have seen the area around. You'd have seen it around. Yeah. All right. Make a perception check with disadvantage. Okay. You're falling at a rapid pace. Snow, ice, kind of that. Ice shavings are blowing through. Uh, With disadvantage, it's 21. Okay. You you feel that you've had a secured space to Missy Step 2. All right. I need Azoth to make... uh... All right. Azoth, what are you doing as the ice and the debris is falling from above? You see Howard shoot into the water. He bams himself out and uh, kind of does this misty step where him and Finks teleport 30 feet away from where you created the pool of water. Uh-huh. Remus jumps, uh, rolls into the water now. What are you doing? I'm clear of the debris. You're clearing the debris. Finks and Howard are clear of the debris. Uh, they're 30 feet out from the rate from where they fell. I'll say... Yeah, as soon as I bam fell, I would have been running to try to clear it. So yep. however far I get, I don't know. I'm going to say you right. got 40 feet, you're 70 feet out. We're going to see how far off debris is falling because this is this structure was hundreds of feet high and it is splitting and parts are just falling. Uh, unfortunately, they did not clear the debris. You look, you uh, as you look up, it looks like as if parts of the top, parts of the structure are just kind of tipping over that are hundreds of feet high. All right. Just so um, you are aware, Howard. Remus, you are in the pool of water. You, you take falling from seventy feet. I'll roll this real quick. Six plus six is twelve. That's fourteen. That's 15, 21, 28, 32 points of damage halved is, so it's a D6. You went up seven for one of them. You you jumped up from 70 feet. No, I'm saying you went up in seven points if it was a D6. I did? For one of them, when you were saying it out loud, that, at least that's what I heard. I'm sorry. Oh, I was, I was adding... All right. Um... Yeah, that's, that's what I was saying. You went from like a one to an eight. Oh, I did? Oh, uh, so we'll say it's 31 points, 15 points of damage, 16 okay. you still take then of bludgeoning. Yeah. All good. Um... 
times when more than two weeks have happened. Luckily for you guys, you didn't get that far up and out, and you didn't leap off until uh, until a little, little bit of the end. All right. So I'm going to try and provide as much of a, a shield as I can possibly, because I can do uh, two instances of uh, shape water at the same time. Um, so I can actually take the water that Remus has been in already. Yep. Use that, and I'm going to like make a, like a shape it up to like a, an ice shield almost so that if any debris hits it, it goes away. So if like he's here and it's coming down this way, like shape it. So it, goes away from everybody not like toward, like a slide but going what level, what level of shape water because this is hundreds of pounds of ice falling if, from the sky if it oh it's it's ice that's falling from the sky yeah this is the debris from this giant ice structure that you were in it exploded and cracked as something fell left from underneath it the structural integrity is busted um the structure is 700 feet tall completely okay. Debris is falling 400 feet out around it. It's, it's, it's ripping down. I'm giving you guys checks to get away, but if you're going to stay there, you now look up. Debris is falling down. All right. Then what I think what I'll do is I'll, 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 since I used it as a bonus action, I'll just, I'll go back to me and I will, as long as I'm clear and I'm safe and if I still can, I'm just going to try and shape whatever frozen particles are coming down and just turn it into like mist essentially like rain. So if there's a giant ice block coming down, if I can like blast it so it just turns into like rain and then that's what falls instead. I double don't check you with everything. Yeah, just make, make double check and make sure you can't, I uh, want to make sure you can or can't shape and cast spells in Beast as, as a bat right now. Unless no, you're human I said again. I'll change back. I said I'll change Oh, you back. change back. Okay, yeah. so you're back, you change. I so mean, I you can start kind of casting, but at some point you may want to get the hell out if you're going to be over near Remus. You guys are not clear of the debris. You guys are maybe 50 feet from the, from the base of the structure. Debris is towering over you. How far away am I from Remus? Um, you falling and landing? I'd say you would pop right next to him if you wish to. That's easy enough. You glide yourself. You could be next to Remus or you could be as far away as you want. You, you, you can glide and land, but you're not going to be able to get out of the range unless as a bat, the moment you, bat, you turn into a bat, you just booked it. You just need to just book it if you want to get away from debris. If you're going to stay here with Remus, you got to start figuring something else out. All right. Um, Howard, Finks, Remus, you're in the pool of water, and you can see stuff is now falling from the sky. Howard, Finks, you look up, you can see that as you're running, you want to, you can double to the speed. We're going 400 feet out. At some point, debris is going to hit people. What's going on? How close is the debris? Uh, you guys are 30 feet out. It is starting to fall. I mean, it's like 20 feet behind you. You guys have like half a round before it starts to hit. This is falling with you guys. Is it like spread all over fallen or is it like kind of in a singular? It's like kind of, in a, it's, it's more, it's, it's more from where the tower is, but yeah. it's kind of, it's busting up and it's falling down in a way. Like, like the thing that was at the bottom, it was almost like a, like when it, when it left, and broke the integrity. Part of it kind of cracked and split and started to fall. And it's just kind of debris is raining around it. Okay. I, I, okay. I have a like a Hail Mary attempt right now that I have mm-hmm. no idea. Azoth, can you shape me a water door? 
Yes. Okay. Just, I can shape stand, stand standing up in ice or water or whatever you want to make it of. Okay. I'll um I'll so I'll bat shape down thirty feet within thirty feet of him, but still thirty feet away. I want to give myself as much of a headway as I possibly can. Okay. Unless you need me next to you. I don't think so. Okay. So I'm gonna do that. I'll bamf back out. I will yell door. Oh door. Um uh, I'll water shape him a door, and then I will start to back out and still keep an eye out for any frozen debris that I can just, you know. Right, uh, so. 30, 30, feet, 30 foot range, you can start to kind of, I'll say uh, for the first round, Azoth, you yeah. are good. Okay. But you want to start running to not, like, you're not going to be at disadvantage of being hit while you're getting ready to get out of dodge, you know? Right. What's up, Remus? Uh, so now that I'm at this door, I'm going to touch whatever hand the weird marking is on. Okay. And I'm going to say and think really hard, Dad, we need an appointment right now. And I'm going to knock on the door. All right. That happens. Okay. That's that's all I've got right now. That's, uh, that's my quickest movement away from debris. Okay. Whatever happens sick all right so you're gonna go cool. a different route with that different i thought we were going a different route completely okay yeah. that happens azoth are you tr- what are you doing uh you did this are you booking it what are you trying to do to leave after you create the door um what's around me uh it's it's a it's kind of a tundra you guys are in right now there are there are some hills and a uh, a raised kind of mountainscape hundreds of yards out like i think what do they say like 300 yards out but you're kind of like in barren plains right now. And what the thing that was around you for a good mile or so was this giant ice structure. No trees or anything like that? No trees. Mm-hmm. Lone, a lone branch, maybe. I'm just going to try and go out of the path of debris. I'm just going to book it and just kind of keep looking over and poof, poof, and just see what happens. Okay. Uh, double, so you're going to use basically all your movement action to dash, bonus action to kind of shape water and try to keep stuff away from you? Yep, for now. Um, Until, if I, unless I can think of something else in the heat of the moment. Okay, that's happening. Finks and, Finks and Howard, you guys, Misty stepped. You yep. are 30 feet out. What is your course and of action? We are booking it. Uh okay. Dashing, double action, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, I'm kind of like, that's why I asked, like, how it was falling. I want to go mm-hmm. to, like, the area where there's least amount of debris falling. Okay. Like, making my way there. So that way, it's, like, less I have to dodge or anything else like that. Perception check with disadvantage. As you look to the sky, trying to scan for which way looks uh, hopeful. Uh, 14. 14. Uh, as you look up, you see uh, this large... It looks about the size of the moon. Something just kind of float through the sky. Something large and kind of oval and egg in shape. You didn't get a good look at it. Kind of fly off, possibly with what, possibly whatever caused this. It was uh, about 200 feet around, large. So at the, at the, uh, up in the sky, it was, it was a little smaller. It's weird. Um, it looked like the moon as it flew away. It's what you're, what I'm saying, though. Looking around, 14, 
you see an angle that looks 250 feet away possibly would be better in your direction. You, you, you find you find a somewhat okay direction. Yep. Okay. Yep. Making right. my way double whatever double. I can to get there. Okay. Thanks. You doing anything other than just kind of holding on to this potion because yeah, yeah that's staying in there. Uh, <laughs> my blink roll got me a six, so I'm still on solid ground. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to be following Howard or being dragged by him. I'm not sure. Are you still holding me? Yeah, I'm still holding. Okay. Me. Sweet. That's what I'm doing. Okay. So, in this moment of splashing in the water, Missy stepping out, you start just booking it, running. Uh, maybe screaming? I don't know. Is it a silent? There's the sounds of the crumbling of <laughs> stuff is crashing around. Uh, there is uh, noises of metal kind of tearing. You hear grinding noises. There is a loud laughter in the background, a chuckling. Um, Howard, do you recognize this language as uh, aberrant, um, deep speech? Uh, is, uh, is that what deep it is? Speech. Yeah, is deep it, speech. Is it, uh, elder style. Yep, deep speech. Chuckling. And you run. Make a dexterity saving throw. Ooh. 10, or sorry, 11. Okay. So I'm going to roll the percentage die. We're going to see, I'll say, if you want, I'll give Finks a dex save as well, or I'll give it to Howard with advantage because you're holding on to him and as you look around, you see the debris is now falling at you. Howard, do you want to make another one, or Finks, do you want to make it? Yeah, it's a, I don't know. Finks, do you want to make it? Sure. Finks, good decks, go for it. Oh, yeah. 20, non insult. There you go. All right, nice. You guys, unfortunately, uh, do get pelted with a couple chunks of rocks that come flying down, a almost like a softball-sized one, Falls in and cracks into both of you. Dealing. Dude, I have enough. One second. Have enough. Azoth, I need you to make a deck save with advantage as you are running and trying to material and trying to shape water. All right. 15. Okay. Uh, You succeed, so you're going to take half damage of this. Ah. Sorry, guys. Just scooping up the dice. This dice scoop is brought to you by Oogie Games. Check them out at. Oh, I forgot the address. Four hundred six Military Road. Yes, go check them out. Oogie Games by. All kinds of games. Use new, greats, even ones that people don't like, but you like. Go buy them. Oogie Games. Go check them out. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. All right. All right. You take half damage, Azoth. Uh, the other two, unfortunately. Oh, wait. Oh, no. Hold on. I'm sorry. What were the deck saves, uh, Howard and Finks? I got a 20. 20? I got 11. All right. Unfortunately, it did fail. Azoth, what was your deck save? 15. 15. All fails, unfortunately, guys. I'm sorry. Uh, 
four, six, nine, ten, oh. 16 points of cold and bludgeoning damage as it cracks into you. Uh, balls of ice and parts of snow that comes up and whips and blinds you uh, while you're getting hit with debris booking out of it. All of us, or do I still take half, or... Did I say you succeeded on it? Initially, you did. I did, initially. Uh, you'll take half, then, I'll say. I'm sorry. So, eight. I, I am, I am, I am low-key trying to plan out what Remus is going through right now, as this door is been called to. Um, all right. So, uh, you would take half of that. What did I say it was? 16. 16. So, you took eight. You two both took 16. Uh, quick question before you go into Remus. Um... Remember those before we left for the Feywild? We all got those like uh, healing patch Wait, cells. On. Real quick, hold on. For the debris from falling, for, for the debris from falling for the for this kind of frost damage in this moment, Dex saves was fifteen from Azoth. Yeah. No, you would have failed it. Oh, okay. Finks, 20. you rolled the twenty. Yeah. That failed. Howard, eleven. I would have failed, but I was gonna say if Azoth. Succeed, wouldn't Fink succeed because I'm no. basically hugging him and holding him. But okay, oh no, no, you all failed on that one. <clears throat> okay, my bad. Okay, uh, I'm dead. You're dead. I'm dead. All right, you're also dead. Wait, are you you're a bat still, or did you transform back from a bat back so I could give you a door? Ah, my bad. That's fine. Okay, did uh, we see Azov get pelted here? Make perception check. Oh, eight. Eight. You do not see uh, Azoth in his bone leathered clothed clo- uh, cloaks and leathered armor running. Unfortunately, the whipping snow is too high around you. And Howard is booking it with tops with all of his speed. Uh, I'll say, Howard, make a, make a perception check to see. Ooh, natural 20. Nat 20? Yeah. There is a spark of a moment where Howard uh, thinks is looking around, and you are deadpan forward. You feel a bony uh, kind of hand, kind of like almost like the parent, kind of like just kind of grabbing the child's head and just turning it slightly. You feel almost a bony claw just kind of grab your head and just twist and angle it as you see how uh, Azoth downed. Oh. 30 feet out in the other direction. All right. I'm going to, as I'm doing that tap, thanks. Like Azoth just went down and point to where he is. So All hopefully right. things can shoot off a healing something. Okay. One moment. We got whispers going through here. Hold on. What? Go. <clears throat> So, um, oh, it's my turn you, now. No, no, oh, no, 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 that okay. But just so you know, yes, uh, I'm so sorry, Danny. You pointed over and, t- and, and said, uh, Azoth went down. I heard whispers go, Who are you casting whispers at? I'm sorry, did you I cast? Believe, didn't you say that? Oh, yeah, I said, said I'm whispers. sending whispers. Oh, did you do? You said you heard whispers, so I just started whispering. <laughs> Sorry, man. Threw me off. All good. Uh, what are you doing, Finks? As he points this out, do you do anything? Uh, yeah. 
I'm going to how far away is he? It's thirty feet away from you. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna swallow my potion so I can okay. cast spells. Um, and I want to use my illusory double to pop up thirty feet. Now, real quick, what potion did you swallow? A health potion. Health po- regular health potion. Yeah. Got it. So All right, cool. Um. I think swat. I don't know if you want to count that as like the bonus action that it normally. No, is. I'll say you have that ready. Free action. Okay. You swallow so, yeah. it. It's no bonus action there. Pop, pop the, uh, the 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 duplicate and then using the duplicate to cast um, cure wounds. Oh yeah! So you could pop the duplicate thirty feet over. Yep, and use it as a and uh, Azoth. Uh, can you roll health for him, please? As you do cure wounds. Yeah, I'm gonna do it as a. Is he in danger of getting hit by any more debris? Yes, looking up, that's free. That's easily, you can look up and you see the sky is covered. You are all trying to run away as this debris is falling. Okay. Um, In that case, I will do this as a level two spell. Just give him a little more health here. So 2d8 plus three is 10, 13 health is off. Okay. Okay. Thank you. There's a moment with you. You, you, uh, the, the life comes into you, and I believe it's your first time going down. Yep. That's new. You, you, uh, you walked this line in between there, and there's a moment of uncertainty. You open your eyes, and you see snow and hail and these giant chunks of ice and some larger boulders of, uh, giant boulder sized blocks of ice falling at you. What are you doing? Um, I'm going to use my second wild shape that I have, turn into a badger and burrow underground. No, come here. Go to you. Go to me. Go to you. Everyone get in the door now. Make a, make a, make a charisma check, uh, Remus. To let everyone know that you're trying to alert them that, hey, 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 come this way. (laughs) It's just turning into Inception. We're just like plane hopping. (laughs) You have no idea. (laughs) I got a 16. I'll get, uh, can I, can I get per, can I? Are you rolling the side die? I mean, sure. Uh, oh no, I, I thought that's. What, I heard. I heard a die roll. That's what I thought you were doing. I got a seventeen now. I rolled it anyways, but I got a one, so it goes up in size. Hey, it doesn't happen a lot. Uh, I'll give everyone perception checks with disadvantage. Listening for Remus screaming is a little bit hard when there is roaring sounds of. Debris now is hitting the ground from behind you as you're now trying to weave in and about. Well, I'd still be next to him, wouldn't I, or no? No, you went running. Oh, that's right, I did. What did you say, perception? Perception with disadvantage from everyone. Seventeen. Seventeen. You just hear... Remus's voice kind of perk up, go, here, just barely, through the sounds of the, (laughs) you see, uh, look up, make a perception check for me, Azoth. Um, 
11. 11. Um, there looks to be a giant sheet of ice rocketing down about 100 feet up. You got about maybe a turn or two. It looks like it may or may not head towards Re- Remus's direction. How far away is he? He is 30 feet away from you. The giant chunk of ice that's almost, I'd say it is 25 by 20 feet around. Just a giant boulder and uh, kind of dimension size. <sighs> Falling down. May or may not be heading in Remus's direction. All right. Um, I will. Okay. I want to. Um, does using an item count as like taking a turn or can I use an item in addition to like casting spells and stuff? Like as far as like healing solves and whatnot. It depends on it on the item. So like what? Like no, a magical no. item that's casting an action or doing a specific action? What do you mean? No, you know, like those healing solves we got from what's his nuts from before we left the town? Yeah. Uh, like using one of those just to kind of buffer my health up some more. Uh, that would take the. I would say, I'll let you apply it as a bonus action, but right. it would take a moment to kind of pull it out, grab it, and kind of smear it in. All right. So here's what I want to do. Then I'm going to cast Long Strider on myself. That's okay. going to give me an extra ten feet, which is going to put me up to forty five feet. Okay. I'm going to sprint towards Remus while I'm rubbing myself. Okay. Thank you. All right. So you go running up. There is a uh, part of a door that you... Was the door created above you? Did I get that? Or was the door created inside the block of ice where you are, Remus? I assumed I had climbed out of the ice, like, because I was in the pool and I climbed out. and Climbed out and the ice was... Got it. All right. So there's an ice door uh, in front of you. Just on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. On the ground. Like like a door in the woods or on the ground. However, yeah, it's like on the on the on the ground. All right, cool. Um, Aza, uh, you go running over towards Remus. Cool. Finks and Howard. How much, What are you guys doing? Or, sorry, how much do I get from the uh, solve? What is doing? What am I rolling for that? It's a basic potion healing. It'd be a potion of healing, which is two d four plus. Four? I think it's like two d four plus four. I believe it's a two d four plus four. All right, uh, that works for me. All right, thank you. Yep, two d four plus four. I'm already halfway in the doorway. Yep. I would say, Azoth, you see at this point, this door is swung open and Remus's body is slinking into I'm just, it. I'm just, I'm going. Yep. Um, the perception I checks... A, I rolled a seven, so I'm assuming I didn't hear him and I'm still booking. You didn't hear him? You're booking it? Let me roll. <laughs> what? Uh, 22? 22. As Howard is... Because you're on Howard still, correct? Yep. yep. Howard is booking it. So with him running, there's a moment you do hear Remus. And you see Azoth turn around and run. But you are currently being pulled in the opposite direction as, as Howard does not. Yeah, I'm basically holding him. So he's like facing me. And he could probably like look over my shoulder and see like what's happening. All right. Think of like baby Bjorn, but it's like yeah. me holding him running. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> No, no, no. Uh, I just imagine like Fink's kind of like steering Howard the other way. <laughs> with the ears. If that makes sense. That. Like yeah. a horse, just <laughs> ratatouille. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, ratatouille. <laughs> so Howard, you're gonna ru- you're gonna turn around and head back over with yeah. Fink's kind of pointing this out to you? Yep. Okay. So Azoth, make a final dexterity save as you come. Are you following Remus? Yeah. Okay, you're gonna follow him. All right. 
Uh, dexterity save of 12. All right. Unfortunately. Oh. You take one, two. Uh, Remus, can you give me a deck save with advantage? Because technically at this point, you would be you would be you would be possibly taking damage from the same sheet of uh, this giant boulder that comes rocketing down and the, some of the debris that's gonna fall from it too. All right, what's your save, Remus? 23. All right, you take half damage. It is uh, 23 damage total that you take of a mix of frost and bludgeoning damage. Uh, Azoth, you take full 23 bludgeoning, uh, frost and bludgeoning. Right. As uh, parts of this giant ice debris comes falling down, and it's almost like a pocket-sized uh, golf ball. Clocks you and cracks you right in the head. You take half damage, Remus. Am uh, I, did I make it to the door at least? Yes, you're swooping in there. All right, so moment. then I get in and I'm knocked unconscious. I'm dead again. I was going to say, right. I also, I'm already in the doorway, so I'm unconscious and going back into the door. Okay, you're unconscious? Well, I'm already halfway in the doorway, so I have to fall back. Okay, but you're unconscious. I Yeah. Okay. I mean, we're we're level five and I hit like... 50 or 60 HP hits already. Oh, you're good. You're good. This was, this was uh, dem- building demoing. Azoth and uh, Howard, I'll say with Fink, I'm sorry, not Azoth and Howard. <laughs> Finks and Howard with Finks kind of uh, grabbing on and motorcycling on your ears as a child would do to their father at times, steering you over to the direction you saw that you see Azoth slinking into the ground as Remus's body just goes limps, limp into it. Make a deck save. Uh, I'll say you each can make one, or one of you may make them with advantage. Mm, you might want to make one because yeah. mine's not that high. Um, but right. I rolled a 19. 19 as well. All right. You guys We're take perfectly in sync. Yep. All right. You guys are going to take full damage. Give me one moment, guys. I'm sorry for this damage calculation. 20 points of damage. Now we're fine. Okay, I'm up. Whack! I'm up too. Uh, You get cracked as uh, you see this parts of this ice debris is falling and ripping in front of your face. There is still more to come that you see falling from the sky. You're going to continue to pursue in this route? Uh, Towards the door. Like, how far would I have gotten if I'm doubled? Uh, doubled oh, speed up. movement. So you got one more round as you get to the door. The uh, where, oh, hold on, wait. So you I thought they're all like thirty or forty-five yeah, feet away. There. I'll say this. All right, make a deck save as you come running up. Okay. This is a uh, Howard alone. <clears throat> okay. Uh, as you so this happens as you see Howard, you run up and you see this this iced door that uh, you, you're assuming Azoth had formed that it was swung open on the ground, kind of just opened up. And there is uh, a hole that you see a uh, Azoth's body kind of dangling and kind of falling through as Remus's body starts to just slink into it. You see the door 
way, starting to slowly, uh, the, the door hinge starts to close. With Remus's connection being unconscious, the portal, the mammoth's not going to leave no door open. As the door begins to be shut, you run and slide in feet first and uh, slip in through the door. You all get shunted in its darkness. Azoth, you're un- or, I'm sorry, Azoth's unconscious. Remus is unconscious. We get what? You, you're, you're kind of shunted as you slip through this door. It was darkness. So you were I mean, calling shot into the another dark. plane. Yeah. I don't, a... I, it's just me. I don't know what shunted means. That's oh, why I'm shunted. confused. It's more of like you kind of get uh, shot through and uh, shifted through a different plane. Okay. As you're falling through this door. You unfortunately wouldn't know this. You're unconscious. As your body just kind of ragdolls for a moment. Eight perception checks for me, Finks and Howard. Can we can we see each other? Yeah, I was gonna say it's how dark. Perception checks. Yeah. <clears throat> Natural one. Natural one. <laughs> All right, so we'll be in the middle. <laughs> uh, you are falling as you both are staring at each other face to face now. Somehow have spun around. You're now in this bear hug hold as you're falling. Falling again? <laughs> well, it's more like. You're, it's it's a weird like you're falling and the ground and the side around you kind of starts rippling up and this blackness starts to turn into this glowing orange and the heat starts to get hotter as you look down and see the ground approach. Make dexterity save. <laughs> Sixteen. That one. Yep. All right. As you come. Sp- Flying down, there is no stopping and breaking fall as Howard, your body, wham, cracks on a tailbone sitting style, holding Finks. You look over to your left and right as you're now sitting in a dimly lit, flickering lighted hallway. You see a portrait of a uh, snakish looking uh, individual, uh, with this kind of charismatic kind of just grin. You can maybe see some devilish qualities to him. Looking next and uh, looking to your left and right, you see a unconscious Azoth and Remus sitting next to you both in this hallway that stretches 50 feet long. That you see two doors at the at the other end of. Are we like in a building or are we outside still? You were in a hallway and it is hot or now. And um, looking down, the tiles on the floor is like this. It's that dirty, nasty green and white tiling linoleum, that vinyl stuff that's like in the hot, like that uh, just reeks of the 70s and 80s, just this dulled out, not kept up, dusted. Parts of it are chipping and cracked. The walls are um, of this dark black tearing uh, wallpapering but the portrait frames of this individual that you see are in multiple uh, feet apart on both sides of this hallway to the back of you is, is just a standard wall you're just in a dead end essentially looking to your back 50 feet stretched and there are a couple sconces that are just flickering dimly it is hot the heat is now picking up <sighs> what are you doing 
going to scramble to whichever one is closest to me, either Azoth or Remus. Okay. Uh, Azoth is on your left. Azoth is to your left, and like it's like you are sitting in a five foot block, and they're next to you. Oh, okay. Um, well like, then, like you guys fell in this five foot, like just. Poof. Yeah. I'll just reach over to Azoth then, and scramble through, grab one of my healing salves, and stick it on him. Try to bring him up. Um, Azoth, you feel this moment of where this killer headache you have as. Uh, you feel a hand press into part of the bruising wound, and the healing properties take over. Slowly come to wake as your eyes open. Yep. It is hot. This is a temperature change. It's like waking up in Miami. It's uh, 10 points to you, Azoth. Ooh, thank you. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to reach over do the same thing for Remus, too. And then you said there was someone else in the room down the hallway? Or is that the portrait? Uh, it's the portraits. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. The portraits, uh, every couple portraits, the figure is the same, but you see the clothing or the posing changed drastically, whether uh, almost like showing off a collection of magical items. A, very much a devilish-looking individual with the curving horns and this, what's this pointed, like, Almost this elven kind of like this pristine and kind of pointed chin and these like snake cut eyes. This like curling kind of like grin. So Azoth is up. Remus is still down, guys. Yes, Remus, I'm doing the same thing. I'm uh, giving him the salve as well uh, for nine points for Remus. All right, Remus, you you are... (gasps) <laughs> oh, that hurt. You kind of rub one of your shoulders and you can feel a cut that Howard has pulled out a uh, almost where an icicle had stabbed into you. And he pulls it out and starts packing in this like almost a uh, mossy salve that's coated in it's like kind of it's almost like beets, like shredded beets as he's packing it in and covering it in the wrappings. Howard, where did you get beets? Um from a doctor, I believe, uh, Dre, I, I don't know. Yeah, we got six of them each or something. I'm very glad this worked. Um, you guys hang out here for a second. It's like a, uh, like a, like a waiting area of sorts. There are chairs and stuff, I think. In this hallway, it's not. You remember All that right, follow, after the- Follow me to the chair. No, no, no. So, so the way it was, it was you were in the hallway- at the yeah. end of the hallway would be the doors, and it's then there's the waiting room to your left, and then the receptionist is farther down, and the boardroom is to your uh, from the waiting room. For when you're in the waiting room, there's a uh, staircase in that way. All right. Well, I'm I'm going to lead them to the waiting room for a moment. Remus, where are we? Uh, you know, I'm gonna have to take care of how we got here first. And then I'll explain where we are afterwards, if that's okay. I, I got to make sure I don't owe anyone anything for this. Uh, but we're safe, so relax, heal up, take a chair or two. Um, I'm going to drink my Rojo Toro. Yeah. I don't, I, yeah, I, I don't remember the effects. It's a D4, though. I got it. Uh, that is... I rolled a three. Uh, you got haste. <laughs> 
You just got the shot of adrenaline, uh, Remus. I'm very hasted right now. You take the effects of the haste spell at the base level. Okay. So my speed is doubled. I get a second attack action, and... Spells are in the handbook. One second. Haste. Um... You're, uh, you actually get a plus two to your AC. Your speed is doubled. You have advantage on deck saves. Uh, you gain an additional action on each of your turns. The action can be used to take the attack action, uh, one weapon attack, dash, disengage, hide, or use an object action. Oh, sick. I get double bonus actions now. Um, okay. My voice is good. Um, it lasts for one minute. You gotta okay. wait. And... Make an Arcana check. I'll uh, say with advantage as you pull out the potion and Azoth looks over at you and is like, wait, wait, hold on. I got a 21. Or not a 21, 19. All right. Uh, you are aware of the haste uh, lethargy that, that hits after the moment, after the minute. So for uh, one round after it hits, you were locked in kind of a paralysis of just Overexertion. Okay. Okay. Can't go back now. Um, so you guys so, hang out here. I'm gonna I'm gonna go up the hall a little bit. Uh, don't talk to any strangers because I only know like two people here. Yeah, you do. Heal up, rest up. We're we're not in falling ice chunk danger anymore. How long are we gonna be here? Probably not that long, to be honest. Okay. This was a quick fair. Maybe if you guys want to figure out where we want to go next, that would be good. Can we go anywhere? I'll find that out while I'm gone. Okay. Okay. Uh, so are you going to walk them down the hallway and leave them in the waiting room, or are you going to leave them in the hallway while you go do your business? No, I'm walking them to the waiting room. Okay. So he, uh, Remus walks you guys kind of hurried, rushed, uh, in more of like a rushed pace as he's kind of like dragging you a little bit. He's He's almost uh, has this antsiness about to him that just has sprung since he took this potion. It does last for a minute, so I'll say to get up to this, uh, you walk down this hallway, and he uh, rush, He quickly places you in the waiting room, which when you bust through this uh, wall, not wall, when you uh, bust through the doors, the double doors kind of swing open, There are uh, there's a waiting room directly to your left, essentially a 20-foot by 20-foot cube, I think a hospital doctor waiting room where oh, a couple of chairs line the walls on one side and then the other side, a kitty corner it. There's a table in the middle with uh, various books and tomes to peruse, I guess. On the right side, you continuously see on the walls all around more uh, pr- uh, portraits painted. There is a long stretching corridor to the right hallway that continues on. You see a small metal box there as well as a uh, almost like a, cl- a teller clerk farther down. Remus, where are you going? I'm going to the head honcho. You're just going to go straight up? Oh, yeah. All right. I have an appointment. Door opened. You uh, quickly put your, put your friends in the seats. Make a dex check as you run up the stairs. I'll say with advantage, you being aware of how slippery the stairs are. Uh, dex check. 20. 20. There's a moment you kind of, uh, you do that kind of moment when, you know, when you want to like 
run up the basement steps because the ghost in the basement's coming to get you and you kind of like do that double take where you kind of like stomp your way up a little bit. Uh, you start that and there's a moment that the wood kind of you hear, <coughs> you quickly with the hasted movement sprint up the rest of the stairs, kind of almost in a flourish of a, a jump boost and you see the door already cracked open. Awesome. Make perception so, check. I was, I was about to. How did you know? Oh, Sorry, I'll let you say it next no, time. No, you're okay. I was going to say, I want to hear if anyone else is talking behind the door before I just barge in. Perception. I got an eight. You hear uh, two voices muffling, and what you hear is, I just heard back from your brother. Please, go see what he needs. He's in the pits now. You hear a female voice go, fine, but I better get points for this. And you hear footsteps. I'm just going to open the door when I hear the footsteps coming towards yeah. me. <laughs> you swing the door open and you are met face to face with a yellow tiefling in some darker leathered armor. Uh, make a history check. Oh, God, I don't know what my... Uh, 11. 11. You recognize her on your first visit. She was in the waiting room and was staring you down. Yes. This tiefling. Uh, she kind of stares at looks. She kind of like does one of those like checks you up and down, looks at you, walks like very uh, matter so factly, walks sidesteps and walks right around you and just <laughs> you can hear her walk down the stairs with almost oh. this uh, assertiveness to her. I'm too pumped up on Rojo Toro to know. <laughs> I love it. Um, you quickly walk into this room and you are here looking at like, Madman. I look at him. I say, I'm letting you know now. I just took something because I was almost dead. So if I get really tired for a little bit, it's it's just a side effect. I'll, I'll be back in like probably like 20 seconds at least. But wow, wow. thank you. <laughs> Wah, 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 my boy. Uh, was not expecting to hear from you today. Especially from a different plane. You know, I I really don't know how I got there either. In this moment of stalled, <laughs> this, you, your eyes are just spanning around and looking. You see his walls dazzled and covered with magical items. One of them being a robe with a bunch of patches on it that looks newly acquired. You see a uh, couple new looking trinkets. It looks like anything. Like we said, it was this, this like the TGI Friday's uh, walls scattered back in the nineties, where it was no, there was like no placement and direction, whatever. It was kind of throw it there and stick what sticks. Uh, you see this yellowish deviled with this, uh, the, the face that matches all these portraits with these snaked, head with his uh, hat kind of resting on him. Got a nice snake-skinned, leathered suit sitting at his uh, big, rich desk. Multiple scrolls rolled off to the side, tied up, a bunch of black, blackered, uh, blackened papered, uh, blackened, like, parchment. Well? Uh...
whew. God, that was something. I I don't know where I got that. I think I got that for a holiday of some sort, but I, I should not drink that often or more than one day. Um, but yeah, thank thank you. Um, I was I to be honest, I had a friend make a door out of ice. I called you because we were having. I don't I don't know how I got to that. Look, where do you want to start? I don't know how I got to that plane, but you know, I hope you enjoyed the the deposits I've been sending. Well, because I was not planned to play as Mammon today, we're gonna wing this. As I as I always love to do. Yeah, he looks and goes, Well, first off, where's my battery? Excuse me? Full of souls. Battery? Just what? kind of staring at you. I I've got the I keep giving you the coins. I thought that's what I had to do. I don't I don't know what a what is a battery. If I'm not mistaken, I sent you to go retrieve a container full of juiced up souls. They were someone, already collected. Someone destroyed that or it 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 broke. I'm not sure what happened exactly. I tried to get the souls into a coin and into me and it didn't do anything. Make a charisma. Make a This is all true. <laughs> I, I know. I know. That's why I was saying just make a charisma roll. I had to delve the depths of my mind to remember. Um, oh he's been oh he's been waiting. He's been aggravated. Oh, uh, uh-huh. That was a 16. But I, I figured that the, the white dragon soul and the, the other large souls probably counter off it. I don't know. Boy, you don't know what I wanted. No, I don't. I, I gave don't. you very clear instructions. I wanted that. And you said you would deliver it. I can't remember if it was me that broke it or someone else that broke it. I... I'll be honest, I, I don't know what happened. We tried to, we couldn't open it or get it off of whatever it was on. So I tried to say, like, I don't know about these powers. So I, I tried my best to get what I thought you wanted, which was the souls from inside. So I turned the souls into a coin, but then the coin wouldn't go in my pouch. Yes. That means there is no soul to be taken. But then how – I don't understand. You said I was collecting a soul battery. You see I don't just think you pers- described this well enough to me. I'm sorry. Make a persuasion check with advantage because you did roll a nice charisma roll. And I know you're being – I know you're being sincere. He's just taking this instead of, oh, no, instead of being intimidated. He's just like uh, – That's why it's a very flat co- – like it's a very forward conversation. I got an 18. You see him just kind of put his head, his his elbows on his desk, and he just. You botched it, son. You botched it. I I know that now. So what are we going to do from here? Because I gave you a gift, expecting a return, and yes, you have brought some gold and some souls from creatures you've killed, but those are some. Pretty big souls, I just want to say. It's a white dragon. It wasn't what I needed. I don't know what you need. I I just met you. you. 
So is there another battery? I don't, I don't understand. No, I still don't understand. He, so he uh, looks. He goes. So because of you botching and losing the battery that contained souls, souls and energy, it has been taken and already used, which is currently useless to me now. Okay. So is there another battery? I don't... Not at the moment. Okay. Unfortunately, I can't trust you, I feel. I'm I'm sorry you feel that way. I thought me delivering souls still was enough to have you understand we're on the same side, but... Well, I mean, you bringing me some souls and some gold and here and there from what you kill, the white dragon was, was appreciated, but it wasn't... The several hundreds of souls that I needed from that box. I, I understand that. I, I think we should move forward because we clearly can't get the souls back. Like you said, they're already used. So if we Maybe. can find another battery or someone else to make the battery, I don't know. I don't even know what the battery is for. You haven't really told me, so I'm just battery, battery, battery to me. All right. One final persuasion check. <laughs> one final one. There been some good ones. Okay. 17? Yes. Look there, boy. I'm in the deal in a trading of gold, magical artifacts, and souls. What you lost was a battery that contained multiples of souls, and I would like to try and collect another one if there was one present, but I have not detected one that I feel that you could obtain for me. I have your brothers and sisters working on that. So You're not the only one out there. Oh, I know that. I, I assume that. I mean, you, you I found you. You didn't really find me, so I assumed you had favorites. Um, but so is, is there anything else you need? Like I... What would you be willing to do? What are you trying to get to? Because if you have any magical items you'd like to donate, I'll take that. But what does that have to do with souls? I give you my gold. I give you all the soul gold, all you need. I don't understand where you think there's more. I don't want these weird little coins with your face on them. No one takes them. I could do for some fine magical items. And I may have a couple that I expect to procure in the near future. I mean, I, I got like a, a cleric sword you can have if you want. I got like, this is my barrel I hide if, in. You hear him go, <laughs> uh, looking at that sword, make it a kind of chuck. A Shivanti cleric sword. I got uh, something. 20. You notice there's a difference to this sword right now. The the poisonous uh, magical aura that you kind of could see within the eyes of these snaked pupils currently mm. are no more. Nice. It doesn't seem like it's doing anything right now, though. Yeah, that would be just a short. That would just be a sword. I see. Sometimes it does poison to people, but um, by my all accounts, I'd say it is a regular basic sword. Looks like you got wiped by something that uh, changed it. 
I don't know where you came from and what you were dealing with, but it certainly was powerful, I guess. But back, right. to, back to business. Last time you were here, I did suggest the opportunities of you obtaining some sentient weapons, some magical weapons that are hidden under a mountain. Okay. Now, this mountain is hidden amongst the uh, amongst the great heights within Fabala to the east of the Golden Sea. I know not of its location, but I have a map of its insides to tell you how to get to it. Okay. I mean, I'll I'll take the map, and if you can pop me as close as you can. I obviously, I think Fable is not real, to be honest, but I don't know anything right now. I've went to like 40 different dimensions in the last couple months, so I I don't know. I think you're real. I think you're my dad. I'm pretty sure. And I, I'm totally down to help you because you just saved me and a few other friends, so if if you want to give me the map and send us as close as you can, we'll figure out our way from there and take care of that. As far as sent new weapons go, I'll, I'll pull out all these daggers I have now. Like, I got this little arrowhead one. I got this other one. I got this stupid one that was a key that isn't a key anymore, and I keep talking to it. I named it Kevin, but, you know, that's not helping. Um, and he's just watching Remus, like, seem like he's just a crazy person outside, like, with a tarp that just has items trying to sell them on the sidewalk. You're flea marking it. Loving it. Oh, worse. Worse and crazier. You do, you're New York Street in it. There you go. Um, you see him kind of chuckle and goes, <laughs> well, you certainly do keep bringing me gold and you do wrangle with one of the uh, larger beasts from uh, time to time again. Perhaps you could take on this task. Some sort of giant thing came out of the ground. That's why the ice building, I don't even know where we were. I think we were in the White Dragon's like lair. It was like 70, 100 feet tall, made of ice. There was like someone frozen at the bottom. I saw an eye blink. An eye blink. I don't know what that I I do not know what that is, but when I think of eyes, I think of beholders, and I prefer I, not to. I thought it was just like a giant body. I, I don't know. Could be, I don't know. I don't know. Thinking of a big eye, I would I would think of a beholder, but that's just that's just me. Um, could be something bigger. Could be something larger, more dangerous. Who knows? How so, big uh, was this eye you were talking of? Oh, it looked like it was an entire floor at first. We thought it was just a decorative design through the ice. Takes another thought and thinks on it. Seeing you came in, seeing you coming from the uh, Fey Wild, I'll say that I don't know what they have hidden there. Possibly, if you research it somewhere or perused uh, hidden stacks of knowledge, maybe you could find out. But this right is his business now. with me, and he walks over, grabs a scroll from his hand, uh, from his desk, 
and hands it back to you goes, I can drop you in the middle of the desert if you wish, but I do not know how to get you to this mountain. I trust in you, son, with this task. The scroll and map leading you into the mountain will unseal itself when you arrive near it. Um, you said it's by the sea, right? The Golden Sea. It's a, a desert. Oh, I got you. See, I don't know what the hell Fabala even is. I was in Wildmount, and then, poof, my ship just vanished into another dimension. And you know what? There was a Dracula there. He wasn't very nice. And we saw some little people. They were okay. Um, and then I saw a dead kid I knew once. So, I will take the scroll. Um, I got this. We got this. Um, I don't know if there's any sort of perks you would like to bestow upon me and my my people from what we find, or if there are only certain items you want, we can uh, plunder through the rest. But you you let me know since I messed up last time. Right now, I, think- I mean. I see I see this energetic kid kind of like talking to Dave, like, all right, I'll do this for you. All right, we could do this. Let's move forward. I like it. He's a, uh, nah, we will be good moving from here. Uh, you have your next contract. I uh, unfortunately don't feel that you can handle any more perks from me uh, other it's... than, oh, other than some advice. And that may be to uh, arm yourself up. And be a little bit more tankier next time. I mean, you look a little uh, famished on magic. You may need to up it. I mean, I don't... All, the only magic I get is from you. I just, just saying that. So I got like... I can turn people into coins. And sometimes I can float on a disc or uh, make magic locks. But uh, that's uh, that's it for me. I got a big hand I can summon sometimes. He, but... He's looking... He's, he's kind of just looking you up and down like... Yes, yes, yes. Uh, I, I meant more of the apparel wear for your defenses, but good luck. And do you, I mean, do you have anything here? Like, I, you got stuff everywhere. That's a oh, coat with a bunch oh. of patches. I don't know what the patches do. My my my, my collection is a personal collection. Unfortunately, uh, perhaps in the future. Do you have like a gift shop? Uh, unfortunately, like an armory no. of sorts. Unfortunately not. All magic items that uh, arrive in here through my means stay here by my means, and until someone pries them from my cold, dead body, they remain with me. I mean, you can't loan your son a magic item to stay safe? Persuasion with disadvantage. (laughs) He doesn't like me, I know. Oh no, you're just trying to ask the greediest of greedy a greedy motherfucking devils to give you a magic item. This is this is his fault. Is that oh, he's God. the hoarder collector of hell. Yeah. So my first one was a nat twenty. My second one was a two. Um, so that's a nine for me. See, so Walter goes. Well, wait, I wait, think. Wait, uh, wait, wait. Now it's a twelve. As he walks over, goes kind of pat your bag. Goes well, well, well. I uh, like I said. All of my collection is my collection, and you wouldn't want to be caught stealing from your dear old dad now, would you? Well, it, it's not stealing if you, you well, hand I wouldn't it to be, me. I wouldn't be giving it to you, so if you wish to take it, you would have to be stealing it. Well, why would I take you it? You wouldn't want to. That's not how well, – clearly, we're try, I'm trying to mend this relationship, Dad. I don't, I don't know what you're trying to make me out to be, but clearly, I'm just trying to fight for your love, and, you know, I – 
I'm just going to go. Um, who do I talk to about teleporting to this giant desert that I'm going to die in, hopefully, before I get to the mountain? You wish to get to the desert? Well, I mean, I want to get as close as I can to wherever the scroll needs to be so I can walk there and then get the scroll to open. I'll, I'll drop you. I could drop you in the desert. Just it's a gamble of the dice of where you're going. What does that mean? Meaning I can't put you right next to this this mountain. Oh, no. I, I do not know where how, it is. Like how big of a desert is it? Like can we at least get closest to it? He he has he can drop you next to the mountains and that's it. He has no like he can drop you between the mountains and the desert. He can drop you like where the mountains and the desert meet, but that's kind of that's, that's perfect. That's great. I just I thought he was gonna just gonna plop me in the desert. Perfect. Um should I should I get my friends? So uh with that, he, as you're discussing, he goes, hold on. Walking okay. over, grabs a second scroll, kind of starts scribbling on it, circling it a couple times. Goes, blows onto it. You see it kind of ripple with this with this infernal little fiery kind of energy. Goes, you and your friends uh, leave back down the way you came and have one of your spellcasters cast a, a spell. Scroll will take take uh, heed with it and put you off near the desert where the mountains meet. Okay. Um, you know, since I've got you here and you just did that to a piece of paper, can you imbue any... Uh, I just pull out my collection of shitty useless daggers. Can you do anything to any of these? Like this one, it just has like a ruby in it and I, I thought it was going to be something better than it was. Could you like... I don't know. Uh, are you, you asking? Be, are you asking him to turn it into a flame dagger? Essentially, may, may, I don't know what he can make, do. That's why I'm make, just make, like, a, make a straight persuasion. Make a straight persuasion check. As you've caught him in the moment, as he's, and it's like twenty-one. As you pull this dagger, twenty-one, just enough. He goes, she just kind of spits it and like kind of hacks like a fiery little loogie at it. Hitting right on the right on the ruby uh, gem. All right. Uh, dagger does one d four fire damage. Cool. There you go. Um. I well, I I have an out of character question right now. Yes. Is that on top of the one d four regular damage? You have an extra one d four fire damage on. I just want I just want to make sure yeah. it didn't just change from piercing no. to, to fire. Um. So, do you know the names of these sentient weapons you're looking for? Why, well, I do. I do. They are known as... Give me a second. Mm-hmm. While this is all happening, Azoth and company are enjoying the complimentary snacks and beverages in the lobby while perusing the latest issues of It's Hot in Here. And Hell Weekly. That, yes. Um, <laughs> they, uh, he gives you three names. Doesn't tell you what they are. He just knows that they are three mighty weapons. They're sentient. Three of them are, and the three names are known as Wave, Whelm, and Black Razor. All right, I will. Cause I'm, uh, I'll, I'll take care of it. I'll get it done. Do you, there's no time limit. 
right, I, I can get this done. I don't know how we ended up in the Feywild, I'll be honest. I think we just ended up crawling in there, and then things took a turn. Some guy be- almost died. Some other guy almost died. It was it was a day. It's like, be more careful next time, son, and don't go, don't, uh, don't, the- don't disappoint me now. I expect that this would be somewhat hasty, hasty, pun not uh, intended. Uh, um, I give myself speak, inspiration well, for that. While we're talking about hasty, do you know of any certain object that I can use to like teleport or stuff like that, or move from place to place? Because I feel like I'm very, I don't really have capabilities, but if I could poof in and out of places, it would be very helpful for me. Oh, I most certainly do have items and know of items that do that, but unfortunately, they're out of well, your... What can I get with my soul coins? <laughs> those. Let's see. Let's see what happens when you bring me back those weapons. We'll see. We'll talk then what we have available for you for what you've collected so far. The arcade is not open. The gift shop is not open is what, I, was what I'm saying. I mean, I'm close to like 5,000, I think, now. You're close, but close is not enough. That's fair. All right, well, uh, th- th- thanks again. I'm, I'm sorry, and I'll hopefully see you sooner rather than later, and I won't have giant ice chunks falling at me this time. But is that the, is that the best way to get here, is just to have a door and touch my... Not always. You just got lucky. And I prefer not having you dead. So what what should I do next time? I'll I'll find you after you find after you find the weapons. Essentially, you know, he better not see you for this type of an instance again. Like you got a freebie for him taking you out of danger. Get him his get him what he's asked you for now. All right. Well, like, uh, I'll get. I, I'll find you, and I will call for you when you acquire what I've asked. You know what? For. Maybe I'll just. I'll like touch this, or say I've got them, or like wave them over. We'll f- we'll figure something out. All right. I, I just. I'm I'm walking as I'm saying all yeah. this out of he, the room. He is, the- he is currently walking you to the door. He <laughs> it opens ahead of you. Just <laughs> he is slowly just like. All right, I, I am busy. As he uh, leads you out, you lead down the stairs. He's not busy. I, I go down the stairs very cautiously as they are slick, um, and I will make my way to the waiting room. Hand, you go. Yeah. I will hand Ace off the scroll he gave me to get out of here. Um, follow me. This is this is our way out. Don't do anything magical until we get to the end of the hallway. What language do you know, Azoth? Uh, common, Druidic, Elvish, Primordial, and Undercommon. You do not recognize this spell or this scroll. You don't recognize what's written on here. So, uh, so are you guys all sitting in the waiting room? Are you going to walk down the end of the hall? You guys tell me. Come on. Let's get out of here. It's too hot. All right, you guys walk down the end of the hall. Uh, yeah, real quick, I guess we'll say, while all that was happening, did anyone want to do anything specific or special? While this whole, I don't know, you spent a good 10, 15 minutes up there talking to your dad. Is there anybody else in the waiting room or no? There is a, a 
the yellow tiefling comes walking down. There are a tabaxi sitting down next to a white tiefling. There is a imp as well as a horned devil walking down the hall, towering at seven feet high, seven feet tall, just these big gnarly horns of the poker next to it. It's walking down the hall. He doesn't look familiar by chance, Not. does he? Okay, good. Uh, then I will, as I'm sitting and like kind of lounging back and relaxing, uh, turn to the imp and be like, so, crazy weather, huh? You speak Infernal? Or what do you speak? What are you speaking? Um, speak I am speaking... Actually, yeah, I do know Infernal. I speak in Infernal. You, you would say it Infernal? There's a... It's hot in here, but I'm on the plains. This one isn't as, as uh, bad as a furnace. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we, we just came from freezing cold, so this is a nice little warm-up. Ah, the cold. I wonder what that tastes and feels like. I don't know. How do you taste cold, sir? I meant to say feel. <laughs> I don't know why I said taste. I'm sorry. Oh, no, sorry. He said yeah. it. He said it. He said it. Yeah. Yeah. The imp, says taste. The, imp, the imp tastes. You can walk down as you hear this. <laughs> yep. Howard's All like, right. Okay. Anyone else doing anything while Howard is currently talking in this, <laughs> this infernally was devilish anybody, language? Was anybody guarding the door? Like the, the Remus just, one, too? No, no, no. Remus just walked up just a set of staircase. It's just a straight just shot like up. no one was in the way? Oh, no, no. This is very much... You wouldn't be stupid to just try to go up there. Well, I might, but... Oh, well, no, I mean, okay. All right, there is... What, okay, what then I'll say it. No, no bouncer is what we're saying. Okay. I might, I might have gotten close and just tried to see if I can hear anything and then had a... Do you go up the stairs or do you just kind of stay at the bottom of the stairs? Just kind of it's not really leaving the room, but just kind of seeing if I can see where he went and kind of see if I can you, hear it. Uh, perception check with disadvantage. Okay. All right. 22. Second roll. Oh, it's 17. Well, 17. Uh, there is a... There is a... A moment where you hear Remus start to kind of talk and then go, uh, and just stop speaking. You don't hear what he says, but there's a moment of his voice just stops as this yellow tiefling comes walking down. She goes, pitiful. And she looks at the group of all of you. She just straight just calls you all. She looks at all of this, this hodgepodge group and just pitiful. Goodbye, Talabat. She looks over at the white tiefling. And uh, makes his way or makes her way down the hall that you guys have come from. All right. You'd hear, I guess, small, more muffling. But anything else, if you're not doing anything other than just kind of waiting around, Azoth, you just chilling in this room, taking everything in. Okay. Maybe not fully realizing where you are. I don't know. Um, Remus, you come walking down. You see your party waiting at you as this uh, infernal creature goes, how does it taste? Or, yeah, she's talking about the cold. You guys come walking down. You hand over the scroll, walk down the tunnel. 
as you start to walk down the tunnel, there is a faint reminiscing smell of brimstone uh, just kind of lingering around from possibly a previous teleportation out. I will pause the group before we get to the end of the tunnel. And I'm like, all right, so we're safe. The only thing we have to do right now is, and I, I have another scroll with a map. We have to find these weapons inside this mountain. And that's that's pretty much it. Then we're a clean slate. We don't have to worry about anything else. We're going back to Feybala already, so we, we're not going to be in the the Feywild anymore. And that's, Good, I was that's kind of getting much, over that place. That's pretty um, much it. Wait, what kind of weapons do you need? They're they're very special weapons. I have names of them and such. Um, they're in this mountain. Smoke top mountains. Smoke they're in the smoke top mountain range. That's all you're given. So we'll figure it out. But if I don't know if Finks or Azoth, if you know much about the mountain range there. Um, I know a little bit. I should know a little bit. Or maybe uh, Crack Big Back knows if he's still around. Oh, he's around. We can ask him when we get there. But um, yeah. yeah, I was I was told we'll we'll get to at least near the mountains with with the scroll I gave Azoth. Someone just has to cast magic. Um, so I don't know if you want to or if Howard. I know you can probably read the scroll. Yeah, I can probably read it. Do we want to meet up first, or at least get out of here to a town so we can kind of regather supplies, drop things off? There is we head there. I, I well, do. We, we only got the scroll, so uh, if uh, if we have any say, if like we think about it really hard, where we can end up. I know that there's a town called Felden that's near the Golden Sea and the Smoketop Mountains that might be beneficial to us. Um. I'll I'll let you crank that out if uh all right. Howard, uh, what does the scroll say? I can't read. It says That's weird. Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill oh, okay, never mind. I don't know what that says. <laughs> <laughs> um it, it says to the mountains in infernal. Infernal? Is it Infernal? You see it reading um, two uh, Ugi games at 2406 Military Road, Niagara Falls, New York, 14304, where you can buy, sell, trade, new and used games. Yes, and it actually, yeah, that's a great place. You know, this other Feywild I noticed never had an Ugi games. I think that's why I don't like the Feywild so much. So, yes, two Ugi games. All right. Uh, Any spell? Just cast a spell on this, like. Yeah, uh, sure. I guess. Yeah. Are we all ready now? I can cast something. You get you guys. Some of you guys walk down the end of this hallway. You're kind of uh, right at the same spot where you had started. Remus, is there anything outside of this building? I've never checked. To be honest, I don't think we should try it because, to be honest, we're in hell. So. Whatever's outside of this building is probably not safe for us. <laughs> not saying, just saying. Never like it's hell it. outside, or we're actually literally in hell? Uh, both. Oh. Well, okay. I can appreciate that. So, welcome, and we should leave. Yes. You guys ready? I will cast Flare on the scroll. So you guys see the squirrel burst into flames. 
you guys are now, uh, this time, Azoth and Remus, you feel this plane shift of magic hit you all as you all are uh, thrusted and shifted beyond dimensions in this warming, burning, uh, warm, glowing sensation that you're seeing because as uh, the magic takes hold on the scroll, you all hear this infernal echoing chanting as uh, you all collectively kind of grab at each other, hoping to hold on to see wherever you're going to be going. Maybe you hope you'll stay together this trip. Um, you Everything goes black. And there's an orange glowing, intense heat, and then it goes cold. And light brings to you as it's blaring, blaring sun. It is blinding in your eyes. Looking down, you see it is golden sand and dunes just rolling. It is hot. It is dry. What are you guys doing? Are there any landmarks? You are make a perception check. Rolled an eight. Rolled an eight. You are uh, being a goblin and being at goblin height, looking around. You see rolling dunes up in the sky. Small clouds far off in the distance. What time of day is it? Hmm. Actually, I know what I want to do to figure this out. Hold on. It is middle of the day. It is straight up at noon. The sun is high in the sky, and the heat is beating down. Safe to say that when you guys left the Feywild and were in the Hell waiting room, you all changed into not winter clothes? Or did you all stay in the winter robes while in Hell? I would assume there was enough time to change. I at least disrobed as I was leaving. Mm-hmm. What? This so matters. So, what happened with the scroll? Is it gone? Did it burn up? It kind of burns up in the hand in the moment. As the spell hits it, it okay, kind of right. hits and takes. Yes. All right, My bad. Right. Didn't, it didn't illustrate that enough. I'm half naked anyway, so. Never had winter clothes. Howard nope. so, wearing his yellow coat. So Just back to the lighter one, a little bit looser. Remus, yeah. you guys are in the middle of this desert. Where are you guys going? What are you looking for? Do you want to make survival checks? It's middle of the day. It is hot out. So uh, do you have any wild shapes left? Yes, I have one left. Could until, you... Until we take a rest again. Could you fly up and see which way the mountains are and maybe scout it for us a little bit? I cannot. I can oh, only no. fly. I cannot fly, but... Um, I am, if, if we're back in Fabal, I am familiar with the area, so maybe I can, uh, take a look around and, and see if there's anything I noticed that might get us going off in the right direction. Okay. I trust you. All right, I'll let you make a survival check with advantage to try and pinpoint where you are at. Is anyone else, uh, helming anything or doing anything while this is happening? Um, Starting anything? i detect magic ritual. Just in the general area. All right. Detect magic. 
Azoth. A survival check. 12. You said with advantage or disadvantage? With advantage. Okay. Actually, I'm. you know what? In, in all honesty, it would be straight because this isn't your element. This is in a different part of the world. You hadn't come over to this, uh, into the sea yet, if I'm not mistaken. You didn't leave your tribe that much prior, did you? No. Not this far. No. But, so okay. 12? Yeah. With, with, being, part, being the part druid, being uh, <clears throat> at least familiar with the continent, you're looking over, uh, you can see far off in the distance to the north uh, looking at the sun and looking over knowing you're looking for the mountains it's a little hard because it is like deadpan noon but you kind of position and angle the group at where you think the mountains direction the mountains direction would be uh, if you're going for Felden you may want to position yourself at more of a northwestern trek but if I mean, you you are aware that the mountains are west of the of the sea, so may determine how far you wish to walk and which way. You don't. If you're looking at the Fabala map, you don't yeah. know where you are on the map right now. You are oh, in the okay. Golden Sea, though. That's why I have a moment. I know where you are. All right. Um... Like me plopping you in the middle of the desert and say, get your way out of the desert. You know which way to go, but you don't know where you are. All right. Uh, the, the closest town from my recollection of the stories that I've heard from the elders who were able to leave the woods would be to go in and I'll point that direction. I don't know how far away it is. I just, based on the surroundings, we have to go that way to get to Felden. Yeah, All that'll right. work. That way we can restock up and uh, take care of some things if we can. I'm all for it. Okay. Make it, um, I'll say thanks and Azoth. Just make straight intelligence checks. Thanks. Okay. You don't know shit, by the way. <laughs> the six. Eight. Nope. Felden, you know of the town. You know who might know is uh, Mr. Crack Big Back, though. Oh, he might know. He might know where we are. Maybe. I'll, I'll pop him out. Kind of wake him up a little. And say, hey, we're looking for the Smoketop Mountains. Smoketop Mountains. It's, where, where are we? Well, we're supposed to be close. Supposed to be close. Uh... So you're grabbing the skull. Uh, so what are you asking him to do? To, to locate the Smoketop Mountains? Or? Yeah. If, this, if this place where we are looks familiar to him and if he knows the way to get to the mountains. Huh. All right. I'm going to take, take a perception check with disadvantage as you're asking the skull to look out amongst the world. See For what it's worth, he does have advantage on Smoketop Mountains related checks. I'm going to re-roll and I will give it a straight roll now. And I'll <laughs> use... <laughs> I will say I will use your uh, perception modifier. All right, so that is a three. He looks around. He goes, "I'm sorry, Frank. I, 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 it's hot, and I really can't see. And uh, the sun is pretty bright. And 
I suggest I have a, a westward feeling. Westward. West. Oh wait. Eastward feeling. Eastward. All right. Back in the bag with you. We'll talk later. I'll shove him back in one of the various bags. Stuff him. All right. He says east. Which way is east? I mean, you guys look at the sun. Oh, no, no. Make a survival check. Face off knows which way is no, no. east. No, oh, no. Oh, no. Finks, I want you to make a survival check. <laughs> uh, 14. 14. Uh, there's a moment as you're talking to your skull, trying to look around and stuffing around, looking for direction. You're like, well, we're supposed to go that way. It's east. And Azoth just grabs your hand, your head and just and just twists you <laughs> right way. Like I said, this way, east. I knew you knew the whole time. All right. So you guys are out in the desert. You are now experience, notice, uh, realizing that it is hot. Um, but is it hotter than hell? It's, I mean, no, yeah, I mean, temperature's kind of the same. It's, it's muggy and it's intense, and it is going to be exhausting to travel without trying to possibly take some rest, take some shade, figure something out. What are you guys doing? All right. Um, what's, the, what's the attack plan? You guys can discuss amongst yourselves. I'm going to, um, since I'm still trying to heal up and uh, I can I can do this, I'm going to cast Good Berry. Give myself about 10 berries, and as we're continuing on our trek, I'm going to walk them, and that'll heal me up uh, an extra 10 points as we uh, move forward, at least for a little bit, every couple of steps. So I'm just going to do that really quick and get some HP back. Sweet. I say, do we want to do a quick short rest before we really take off or no? We, I mean, we don't really have any sort of shelter per se. I don't think there's any trees around in the desert. Any kind of um, oasis around or anything like that? In the golden desert? In the golden mm, Are you Are you guys uh, traveling or at this point while looking or are you trying to just staying where you are looking around? Are you I, trekking at this moment? I assume we're still assessing. Like, we know which way east is, but we okay. want to figure out where we're going. Make a perception. Uh, I'll say make a perception check, Azoth, and I'll let someone else that wants to roll a perception for the uh, for an oasis or something that looks possibly to be a location of rest. Sixteen. Okay. Sixteen. Uh, you see what maybe no could be just kind of like it looks like almost like a dot on the horizon beyond uh, a patch of dunes, and you see it almost something that looks like it's sticking up. Maybe a tree? You don't know for sure? But it's going to take an hour or two of traveling to get there. In the hot sun. Hmm. Hmm. What's the weather forecast like? Is there any... uh... Sort of cloud coverage or, or rainstorm on the horizon? Make a nature check. I don't have those much much often, and you do pretty good at them, actually. 23? 23. There's a moment. Uh, the, the air is very dry. No precipitation. Hot. Muggy. Not muggy. Uh, hot, dry air desert. And with that high of a roll, you do notice looking for weather in that kind of direction, the climate, you see there's a, a far off 
in the distance a crackle of lightning. And then farther off in a different direction, you see another crackle of lightning. There's no thunderclouds. There is no rain. Possibly this is produced by the dry desert air. Okay. Okay. So, all right. So you guys are going to start walking amongst this, or are you taking the rest, the short rest to rest up first? How long was the short rest? Short rest. Uh, after everything you went through, you're probably going to have to take an hour or two to have a short rest. You guys all just went through a lot. Currently. What benefits do we get out of it for a short rest again? Uh, uh, you regain for, spells. As I say, for me, I completely regain my spells, and then you can roll um, hit dice to heal up as well, too. Hmm. Do you guys want to do anything like that here? I I would probably rather walk for an hour to see where we can go and then make that decision then. I'd rather be in a safer coverage if we can rest longer instead of uh, out in the open here. That works. I I agree. And I'll take a I'll take a healing potion. Okay. So make survival check. Uh Azoth, I'm assuming you're gonna lead the march. Yeah. Of you all? Make survival check as you start making your way through. Seventeen. Seventeen. Ooh, let's go to our desert encounter list. Just kidding. I want everyone to, I want, uh, Azoth, just as you did it, roll a D8 and then a D12 for me. Uh, together, uh, adds up to nine. Nine? Yes. Uh, five on the D12, a four on the D8. As you are approaching, it's actually not bad. As you are making your way, traveling amongst the hot sand, it is this is a climate you're not used to. You were a little used to the forest and what it was like with your time in Brian's Bell. Feywild was a little weird, especially with the drastic cold shift. Now it is some hot desert air. This isn't fun. And as you break forth to this little, what you what you saw sticking out of the ground. A couple hours away was a two pine, two a palm tree just kind of splitting. And there is a small pool of water that looks like it would be oh, a jacuzzi in size of, of sorts. Probably could fit five people. A little spring of water just kind of uh, sitting in the monks with some rocks and some foliage with the palm tree busted out from one corner of it. With that encounter roll, you do notice another bolt of lightning crackles through the sky as you see a blue tail dip into view as a, a giant body shifts and turns hundreds of feet up, just out of you, just barely, just barely seeing it. Like following where the lightning came from, you see a massive blue dragon, doubled 
the size of the white dragon you had previously encountered. <laughs> you hear a... <laughs> flies over, turns around, and is lost from view. I need a stealth check from everyone as it passes over you and kind of turns around and you ease away. But you did notice the lightning bolt streaked from it. 26. 14. 19. 19. Uh, 16. But I also have Mask of the Wild, too. I don't know if that does anything, but... Um, I'll say with, with the collective scores from you all, you all uh, run over to one of the palm trees, kind of trying to bury some of you. You guys start scooping sand, trying to bury things in some sand. Uh, Howard, you roll down and throw your coat over yourself and uh, tuck up underneath the palm trees some of the foliage and wait. You hear the <laughs> as the sound of this dragon's wings ripples through the sky. You could hear it's you could hear it as it forces itself through the sky, propelling itself as a lightning bolt in uh, the air and shoots off away from you all. You're at the springs away you're in an oasis. What are you guys doing? Well that's rest. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, right. let's enjoy the uh the spring. Do we want to take a long rest or a short rest? I wouldn't mind long rest. Long rest? Change up some spells. Yeah. yeah. What time is well, it? Uh, I should probably be around 3 or 4 o'clock. Yeah, long rest. I mean, it'll put us in the middle of the night. And the desert's cooler in the night. That's true. true. We can travel around that time. That, that works. We'll head, we'll head to that town we were talking about. It will be yeah. more obscured as well. Yeah. You know, we're doing great, guys. Yeah, we are. We got this. Uh, you know what? You guys rest up. I I took you to hell. I'll do the first watch. Okay. What's everyone doing over the watches of the long rest or uh, in the moments of resting? Are you guys doing anything and looking, uh, and, and are you just kind of passing out? I'm practicing my, my new dagger and just trying to get an idea for how it works. Okay. Can, can, can I get arcana checks from everyone with disadvantage? Oh. Remus, yours is a straight roll. Okay. 13. Okay. 3. Okay. Well, I would have had a 19, but disadvantaged natural 1. Ooh. Plus 7, a, so 8 total. I got a 14. With the natural 1, you see your mask just fall off of you. <gasps> no. I try to think it back and put it back on. What does he look like? It's, 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 doesn't stay on. It just keeps falling off. What do you look like? Refresh your character sheet. Oh, no. Hold on. I'm sorry. Nope, you're good. All right. So, yeah, you see like a human, probably now like super pale since he's had his mask on the entire time. Uh, Scruffy beard. Um, James. Yeah, it's about it. Human face is just all dirty and probably like super pale because he's had this thing on the entire time. So, yeah, that's about it. 
get some sun. We're gonna get some. Gonna get some uh, color. Gonna get some uh, sun on that skin there. Great. Yeah, Let's we'll see how that happens. Hold on. I'm just dealing. I'm just working through stuff right now. Oh, sad. I know. I know. Oh, question. Well, I, 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 whose sheet are you going through right now? Uh, right now it is through Fink's. Fink's. Uh, for all intents and purposes, it's just a mace. Oh man. Okay. And refresh your page for your shield. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. Um, my question before you do all my stuff is about my eye. You're good with your eye. Okay, that's all I. That's really all I cared about in terms of like I'm going to go through my watch after uh, Mammon had mentioned something about my short sword, and just kind of like test out all of my items while I'm watching. Of course. Um, that. There's that. And so everyone should refresh their page. Oh, God. Um, yep. So I'll take the mask and just put it in my bag for now. I'm sorry. A little, oh, I need to change that too, don't I? Um, I am now back at 18. Did this affect our spells too or just the items? No. Uh, I'll say now that everyone is kind of collectively seeing, oh, stuff has fallen off and whatnot. Uh, I'll let. Um, it goes my HP I'll let. Buffer. I'll let it. I'll let another round of hit point. Uh, another round of Arcana checks to pay, be passed through. Higher DC to try and picture, think of what would have happened. At disadvantage, still or uh, just straight. Us just straight checks. It's a is very this, high DC. Is this? Wait, hold on. Is this happening during my watch? Like everyone else is. This doing is kind this of a, as as everyone was kind of buckling down and kind of noticing, oh, hey, something fell off, or hey, something, this is not work. I would say so. Well, I I don't know what happened in the Feywild. I think something happened that took away our magic. I don't know if it was the giant monster that came from the floor that absorbed stuff or what, but I know my my sword that usually, if I, it bites into me if I do too bad, but that deals poison is no longer poisonous, and I'm pretty sure these gloves are just gloves now. Are these gloves? Yeah. Gloves are just gloves now. I take them off. Um, That's yeah, my mask is just a mask. So I think something I, happened in the Feywild to us. I think I'm naked. Oh my god! You're not. You're not naked. It's just for the all intents purposes. It is straight leather, studded oh. leather. Yeah. No magic about it. It wasn't my shield non-magical anyway. Make sure I'm. Uh, let me make sure. Let me make sure. I don't want to. I th- I thought it was like a plus one magical shield. Okay. I mean, whatever. You tell me. Let me just make sure what I had on it real quick. Then I remember it was silvered. That's what I remember. It is silvered, but the plus one property of it is from magic. Okay. Is is the magic? So it is. A, so uh, I forgot about the silver detail on it. So essentially, then what you have is a standard silvered shield. Okay. Which you know, I mean, if we're being honest, that's kind of cool. And you it's could do some shield. I mean, it's a silver sh- silver shield. Does could help compared to a regular metal shield. Yeah, you know, Captain America, some vampires, or Captain America, some werewolves with that. Just um, does my arrowhead dagger do anything? 
Uh, it is just a simple, I don't think it was magical beforehand, was it? I don't know. You said I had an arrowhead dagger that, and some other daggers that I had to trust out, so I'm just testing out all of them now. Uh, for, for nothing that we had established, unfortunately, when the ice collapsed and fell, something happened. Okay. And magical items were stripped of magical property due to what happened. Huh. So I just have this little tiny dagger now. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, that's, that's tiny pretty much it. it for my watch. is just me throwing all of my daggers to see if anything else happens to them, which only the flame one would at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. You do a rest. Uh, make perception check on your rest. You're kind of sitting in part of the water, kicking your feet out, feeling cool. As it is still like it's four or five a four or five p.m. It is still hot out. While everyone's trying to wrap themselves up and stay out of the shade, and the heat is a little bit much. But you've been exhausted. You were in an icy tundra, starting to kind of equal itself out. And honestly, I think the rest of you don't care. I got an eleven. Your watch seems pretty fine. All right, cool. I'm going to go nap under a tree after I'm done watching. And I'm, Does anyone want to go next? Azoth's going next. Um, I want to check out, I, I don't know if it matters now or not, but uh, there was that pouch I snagged off of the um, dude with the hammer, and I never actually checked to see what was in it. I just took the pouch. I have no idea what's in it. Oh, it's great. Check Here, it let me roll. Could be nothing now, but I'm just happy I'm not blind in one eye. That'd be really tough. Oh, that would have sucked. Mm-hmm. You find uh, 44 gold pieces. Ooh, okay. Uh, for just intents and purposes of of uh, coinage, we'll say a ruby uh, in your hand, kind of like circle around. Worth roughly what you're kind of ballpark in 20 gold piece. Okay. Then um, there was a small uh, glass vial in it, if I'm not mistaken, that made a, uh, a vial sound that you could see this liquid is just pure, just clear see-through. Um, looks like water. Okay. Cool. No All right. So you take your rest, make a perception check throughout your night. Nineteen. Nineteen. There's another crack and streak of lightning as it gets later, farther farther off in the distance. It's now becoming darker at this point, so the lightning is easy to be seen in the sky. You listen off and you hear the faint distance roaring. Uh-huh. <laughs> um <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, you have a fairly simple, easy night. Anyone else doing a third watch, or you guys are party of four? I say if a part. Uh, yeah. I'll do a third, third watch. watch. Yeah. yeah. You, you wake up Howard <clears throat> earlier in the morning as you try to kind of just go and do a little bit of meditating uh, with the earlier part of your 
uh, Rust Azoth. How I, I make? Well, what's up, Remus? Isn't it? I I could have swore the timeline was it was afternoon when we started resting and we were going to be done resting around like ten eleven at night. Into the yes. night. Okay, yes. I, I was just asking because you were saying into the morning. That's why. Oh, I'm sorry. That's uh, night third shift switch. Gotcha. My bad. So no, as, 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 that's what that's what I meant. Uh, so as it's as the that awkward third that lapse of switching over of resting and being able to take to complete your rest, you go to kind of relax and decompress a little bit before journeying. Howard, pick up. Yep. Uh, so he's going to go over to the water. Yeah, is it like a pool of water, or how is it? It's a pool of water. It's uh, five feet deep. You can see the shallow. You can see the kind of the bed of where this water kind of meets this mucky, sandy, uh, just kind of dirt clay packed in, some pebbles yeah. and rocks. Do you see a yep. root sticking out from where the tree probably? Cool. All right, so he's going to walk over to the bank of the water um, and look in and stare for a minute or two. Mm-hmm. You down there? You were in the Feywild. Are you here too? And I'm gonna kind of wave the water, like with I'm gonna bed down with the hand and kind of ripple the water a little bit, see if there's anything in there. Make, perce- make a perception check. <clears throat> Twelve. Twelve. You see a something. It looks. You see a flash of what looks to be something gold. Something metal, something round. Um, circular in shape. Just almost like it's covered by the dirt and clay and something's packed. You see just part of something rounded, something golden roundish in color just kind of breaking through. But the rest of it's kind of packed in and caked together with sand and uh uh, this the the the, yeah. the floor of the water. Yep. So Howard will reach in and grab it, it and see if he can. It's, so just it's it's at the bottom, so it's like five feet deep of water. Okay. Well, then he'll walk in or whatever to it and try to reach down and see if he can uncover it and pull it up. Make a strength saving throw. Okay. Three. As you reach down, you pick up a you, – as you reach down, what you kind of like start to grab is a crown. Almost like a very cliche – like very thing, very cliched king crown with like the little like the little hooks and, you know, little tassels. And as you go down and grab it and feel it, the metal is nice and cold and it kind of has this calling of its naturalness. In the same moment, you feel a bony hand spurt up from the water, grab you, and pull you down underneath the water. You are now being pulled under now underneath. Um, you are looking at sand as dirt and muck is kind of swirling in your face. Your vision is distorted. Um, the bottom of this little pool is kind of darker, murkier water. You can't really see through it. As you're being pulled underwater and you are now kind of just taken in water, are you reaction, reacting in any way? Is it very reminiscent of what I saw in the Feywild, my little skeleton friend? Similar, but it's very okay. much now that you're right up with it, it kind of grabbed you and is pulling you kind of down and in. Just you're in. I'm actually not going to fight it. I'm going to let it pull me to where it needs. 
me to go. Okay. You don't fight it. You're underwater. Mm-hmm. Okay. You don't fight it, so... I need you to take four points of bludgeoning damage as you f- your body gets pulled and smacked into the ground that you are kind of reaching forward. Okay. Any change? You taking it? No, I'm just taking it. Right. Another four points of uh, bludgeoning. No, it wouldn't be uh, pull down, pull down. All right, no, technically it wouldn't be bludgeoning damage. We'll say it is suffocation damage. As you take two points of water, or t- as you take two points of damage, as water begins to rush into your lungs. Um, All right, if I feel like it's going to be like trying to kill me in that point, yeah, then I'll try you, to like stand up and get out of it. Okay. <clears throat> you have been pulled down to the to the to the to the floor of the pool of this little oasis pool. Mm-hmm. Um, you feel the hands start to reach up and crawl around, and kind of like other hands start to reach up and kind of grab you. And start to kind of pull you. So you're going to make a contested strength save as you go to push yourself off of this and try and break grass. Two. <laughs> Plus. Uh, zero for strength, so two. Beautiful. So I roll the three. Uh, you are currently being held as you are <laughs> pushing a little bit. As you take 12 points of damage as water... <laughs> Feels inside of your lungs as you're as you're uh, as you're fighting this. You said twelve. Twelve points of damage. All right, I'm unconscious now. Would I hold on? Hold on. Hold on. All would right. I have heard any of this commotion going on, the splashing of the water? Would this been enough to have like woken me up? I'll give you a perception with disadvantage. It's a high roll, purely for the fact that. Howard walked in and leaned in, so it wasn't like he jumped in and splashed. Like he just right. But if there's this no, but like the contesting, from... yeah, would have caused splashing. It, okay, the con- the contesting would have caused a little bit. You're five feet underwater, so let's see what you got. Roll high. Seventeen. You said disadvantage. That's with disadvantage. Seventeen. You are currently meditating, completing the remaining two hours of your long... Oh, well, no, technically, you're a half-elf. We went over that. <laughs> so, you... You took the second rest? Or you took the second watch? Um, right now, you do not hear and are not aware of it. All right, so I have a question. Um, yes. I still, I, I, I had this checked and I've never done anything with it. I don't know what this does. Yeah. Uh, inspiration. What does that do? Inspiration? Inspiration uh, as, the, as the lit up inspiration. Yeah. Because you guys uh, don't have any bars. It's an inspiration from me so that essentially, oh wait, is this from what you got last week, right? I don't or is remember. This something I, had? It's, it's, been, it's been checked. Like I don't, I've never done anything with it because I've had it and I don't know what it is. How long have you had it for? I don't remember. Okay, so it's been long enough. Fair enough. Uh, you have one free D20 roll of your choice. There was you in, uh, it would have been given when you were in character to the point that you made a moment and 
you got just I, I think it might have been when he made that guy eat the coin. Yeah, I was gonna make yes. it. Yes. So yes, you have had you have had a free D twenty roll of your choice. And but if I use it, it's it's used, right? You use it. Um, this is any D twenty roll. An attack, a check. Uh I would I would say an inspiration is good enough for a death save. It's a D twenty roll. It's a DM. Inspiration is different. Okay, hold on one more second here. I'm just checking. All right, so I I drank the uh, that that glittery liquid, and you said it gave me an ability roll for a possible second chance, with like a, a lady luck potion or whatever from the uh, from the the dwarven machine guy or whatever. Yes, give me a moment. Let me double check the rules on that because that was a spell. Ah, okay. But if, it, if that's said and done, that's fine. I was just well, gonna see. Let me double check because that's because. It's uh, the alacrity, I'm pretty sure. And I just want to make sure the timing of it. Um, oh, wrong character. Uh, give me one moment. There's Doc. That was a fun character. I, ho- I was hoping you guys weren't going to, we're going to be able to interact with that, with that person more. Um, the robot dude. Yep, the robot dude. It is still active. So for the duration, you can add one D. Oh wait, hold on. Was it gift alacrity? Hold on. No, no. I hit fortune favors. That's what it was. It wasn't alacrity. Um, this lasts for one hour. Okay. Unfortunately, it would not be. Uh, by this point, the thing that you found last session, the little glowing thing, this would have faded away during the interaction of everything. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. I just wanted to but, go through all my options. But you do have an inspiration point. Okay. All right. All right. So, you guys, wait, uh, Howard, you are underneath this. Uh, are you out? Are you down? Yeah, the 12 uh, made me unconscious, so Boom. I had exactly 12 hit points left. I'm sorry. That's all good. Make a death saving throw for me. Sixteen. Sixteen. All right. I mean, another dex death save and throw for me. Oh, shit. Okay. Four. Failed one. Make Might another just one. Keep going until... Okay. We're, we're rolling. We're seeing. Uh, ten? Ten is a save. Okay, good. Papa needs a new pair of shoes. Eight. That's a fail. Fuck, man. All right. Here we go. Here we go. I love character flaws, guys. Guys are killing me here. Eleven. (laughs) My heart, man. (laughs) By the skin of his pants. So <clears throat> you're in this water, and as the waves consume you, you start sucking in the water, and everything goes black. You wake up, your eyes, you're treading water. Make a perception check. 
12. You are roughly 15, 15 yards out from the shore that you see of a darkened city with sand that looks black and grayed with the uh, uh, cathedral-ish gothic-looking architecture on these stoned buildings stretching tall. You've been here before. Treading water. Yep, I'm gonna make my make a, reception, way. Make a second perception check. Okay. Uh, thirteen. Just enough. Just a side note. You feel as if almost a tentacle or something slimy and slithery just go up to like one of your feet and then away. Just just be like, you're out in water, something. Just, yeah. Yep. So I'm going to make my way back towards the uh, bank. Okay, you make your way to the bank. It is uh, middle of the night, dark, darkened sky with speckles of stars. And you Any see sign buildings. Make perception check looking for a comet. Yeah. Uh, 13 again. You see a reddened object coming now in better view, which looks like almost like a comet shooting off now. You see it streaking um, not towards you, but more or less in your direction across the sky as this little kind of blink starts to grow in size and becomes larger and larger as what you see to see is um, hundreds of, it looks easily, 50 yards wide, 100 yards tall, ripping through the sky, this far, far away, not close to you, but far off in the sky. And it, it, it looks about the size of the moon from its distance. A giant, scaly looking body with an eye that begins to blink as you see a smile crack from it, just flying through the sky with a burst of flame behind it. Just going because you speak uh, deep, deep, uh, deep speech. Yeah, yeah. You speak it. You can hear this eldritchy horror of a free, alas, free. (laughs) Now to do back to my bidding. (laughs) No one is safe. (laughs) Ripping through the sky, passes passing the city. All right, so then I'm going to make my way through the city, trying to stay to the shadow so it doesn't see me, if I can. Make a stealth check. All right. It's in the sky, passing over. Um, you notice right here, it's just a single old kind of scaly mess with a, a, a one big fat eye looking around. Is it- yep. It's uh, 17 for stealth. You feel pretty, pretty damn stealthy. You, you, you're staying out of... <laughs> you don't want to be up in near with this. Um, no, I don't. All right, you're in the city. You're feeling kind of stealthy. Book into the shadows. What are you looking uh, for? Going to make my way, if I can remember, if, if it's like the same path or whatnot, to the uh, ancient hall. Make 
Make a, a history check to see if you can remember the way that you went. Uh, history is a 19. You do. You start making your way through the through the pathways, through the corridors, cuts, cut right, cut left, over, keeping uh, out of the shadows, you see slight figures starting to move off farther down a couple blocks. Not a lot, but it looks like there is some slight minor activity as you creep into the hall that you were in last time. This stacks with the little study cubbies over and these stretching books and looming towering um, library shelves. Uh, There is the chamber passed with the chair sitting with a figure now kind of just cocking and twisting its head, looking down at you. Oh, hey, I wasn't expecting anybody to be here. I'm Howard, and you? Make wisdom safe. Good Lord. Uh, Save 11. You feel this pounding thumbing in your head as like, ah. Did you hear? I'm one that gives you what you need. The power. Oh, perfect. I need more power, but also I'm looking for any information about Carcosa. (laughs) You need to grow more. Before they accept you there. Good. How do I grow? Learn, study, absorb. Um, Great. Do you have anything here for me to be able to do that? Experience I can offer. Tutelage I can give. Whatever it is, I accept it all. And, like, he'll open up his arms and just be like, give me what you got. All right. Um, You are at the entrance of this uh, room, and he is, like, farther on. He's kind of been speaking to you through your mind. Are you walking up, or are you kind of just standing at the entrance? Yeah, no, I'll be be walking up. You're walking up this entire time, just kind of bringing him. Yeah, close the gap. Mm -hmm. He uh, gets up a little bit, and as he does, you notice it's kind of this... As he kind of adjusts himself more and gets up and walks over at you, stumbling his way, uh, putting his hand out at you all very menacingly. Like, just not that he's going to attack you, but this isn't a a good looking dude. As you see a bony looking body with a crown just. Tilted to the side, it's yellow, mustard-stained, tattered robes ripping off as it just kind of walks over to you. Just kind of... And it's it's kind of towering now, you can see. It is uh, cloaked, pulled back. It is roughly seven and a half feet tall, just kind of staring down. 
you look down at its feet as you heard walking kind of steps. And when you look down now, you see her. Those little tentacles kind of. Realistically, we're incorporating the mini. So you're, you're looking at your little tentacle mini just kind of. What do you do? As he's just kind of just staring at you. So I want to learn. I want to get more powerful. I want you to teach me. I want to be accepted into Carcosa. Also, I don't know what that red thingy is outside. If we need to stop it, I can stop it. That's fine. But I want to learn and grow. I want to be able to become more powerful. Teach me. Make a persuasion check. Uh, persuasion. Twelve. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> As you hear a crackling, just kind of almost like a chuckling, that's kind of almost as he's kind of like coughing and as it's kind of like this cackling kind of just starts to this low <laughs> and as it gets louder it just kind of like kind of like cuts through the air with each kind of cough breaking forth as there's like no vocal cords to kind of uh, push forth as this sound is just his mouth is just <laughs> as it's breathy hitting you as you hear this airy airway and that the sound piercing and pounding in your head you notice you start to bleed down, running down your nose as uh, you fall back. He catches you. Right behind me. So he catches you. Your body falls. He wraps you in one of its tentacles that comes up off the ground. You feel a sucker on your neck. It goes. And with that, you wake up in the water. Let me get up, look around real quick, make sure. In, you, you, so you wake up, you are, you are now floating in the water, kind of on your back. Kind of just lazy rivering it. Okay. Then, yeah, I'll get up if I can, get out of the water. Take a moment to process what just happened. Party's good, everybody's good so far. Hey, perception check. All right. <clears throat> 18. 18. Um, party's missing. The sand is dark, blackened, almost ashy in appearance. There's no palm trees. There's just a little pool of water that you came up out of. We're going to pick up there next time, guys. Yeah, right? What happened to you? No. Why do you do this to me, man? <laughs> I know, right? I know. Uh, okay. What a day it's been. You what asked day, to be man. you I did. We'll say it off we'll talk off camera. Guys, everyone listening, following around so much. We still have two viewers. I'm assuming it's one of you two. <laughs> one we of you had nine at one point. That was pretty we great. Did? Yeah, That's okay. awesome. That's kind of crazy. If you're watching this now and you made it through this far, there is nine people watching at one point. That is amazing. Thank you all nine of you that wanted to watch us live. That is epic and blows me away. And I am astounded 
that you all enjoy us playing Dungeons and Dragons. I'm your Dungeon Master, Anthony Mullen. Thank you so much, everyone. Please, if you are not watching this live through our Twitch, head on over to our Twitch at podcasters underscore. Uh, follow us. We go live Sunday, 7 to 9 Eastern Standard Time. Um, let me be honest. I think we're pushing that 9.30, 9.45. We've been doing a little bit later starts, and you guys have been craving for some story. Um, we're going to have a little bit better schedule next time. But 7 to 9, usually Twitch, uh, Eastern Standard Time. Please head on over to our social medias at Podcasters Tabletop Gaming or Podcasters underscore Tabletop Gaming. Check us out. Follow us. Like us. Hit subscribe. Uh, please then don't forget to head on over to the Teespring, which link is either in the chat here below, which I saw Raging Tiger 40 underscore 45. I don't know who you are, but that's awesome for the link. Thank you for anyone that did check it out. Um, you're pointing. I don't know who Raging Tiger Oh, I don't know. I was just pointing at like the two spinning <laughs> logos and stuff. <laughs> that's what you're doing. I'm like, you're, what are you pointing at? That's uh, that's that's uh, that's my boy. That's your boy. Thank yeah. you so much. Yeah. Um, shout outs to you. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, is next? No, we got two weeks until until uh, people get to see who who rage who the raging tiger is. I believe. Um, which everyone, uh, basically, what I'm saying is, check us out. Please support us. We really don't ask for anything other than watching us and hitting subscribe. If you want to do a little extra, get a t-shirt, help support the stream, because we want to continue and go and do this full-time for you, full much. Um, we all have our uh, day, our regular day jobs, but wouldn't it be much more fun to play Dungeons & Dragons for a living? Um, with your help, that can be possible. So I've rambled up enough along. Uh, check out podcast at BICBP-radio.com, and I'm going to let the players sign off. Azoth. You can follow Azoth and his uh, splendiferous self over on Twitter at Podcasters Azoth. Podcasters Azoth. I will be, make a, uh, a comment before I forget. One of my favorite parts of DMing is watching a uh, watching Mark react as Azoth when he pantomimes when everyone else is re- is doing something like with a scroll. Loved it. Thank you so much. Uh, Finks, you're above him on my screen. So Finks, sign off. All right. You can follow Finks at Twitter, um, on Twitter at Podcasters Finks. You can follow me on Instagram at Phoenix Forged. I'm doing some miniature painting there. Um, I'm also going to promote my other side business, uh, Terrarium Marks. Yeah. uh, On Instagram. Uh, I've been pretty inactive with this, and I don't know if I'm going to pick it up right away, but I make uh, small, like four inch handheld Pokeballs. And inside it's like a Pokemon and like a habitat, a little terrarium. So uh, I just cool. show off, but they're on the internet. You can look them up. I got some cool pictures. Um, so I, I would expect, you know, once COVID's done and we're back to like convention season to be picking that up in full swing, but I'm kind of thinking about doing some commissions now if there's any interest. So feel free to message me on there. There you go. Listen, everyone, listen, and uh, <clears throat> apart from everyone else's side hustles, please go on over and show Tony the uh, love from uh, love from all of you and, Show, give them a reason to set up those commission lists. Show them the attraction. Um, Danny. Hey, Howard. Uh, Danny. You can follow Howard on Twitter at PodcastersH. Uh, you can uh, check out my little arts and doodles on Facebook and Instagram, Ratfink Arts. And uh, not to jinx it because there is only like two minutes left, but go Bucks. And that's all I got. There you go. Well, Remus, Ricky. I'm Ramus. Um, there you go. You can follow Ramus at Podcasters Remus on Twitter. 
sometimes I tweet during the session. Sometimes I'll just sporadically tweet thoughts he has from the session during the week. And it's even more out of context because you may have watched it live or you might have not even seen the episode yet. Um, you can follow me at Rick underscore Coates on Instagram and Twitter and all that stuff. Um, I just got done this weekend doing a couple pop-up events for Keep Flying. Uh, they had like a vinyl release where every like we had like 20 different spots us some of our crew some of our friends were dishing out like three or four records with a screen print i love the screen print i think it's awesome um and that's that's that i'd announce more but i don't think anyone else is watching streaming live right now so you're if you're listening to this now you already missed out i'm sorry um (laughs) but oh shit no on the 23rd it's next saturday so hopefully, yeah i'm gonna drop i'm gonna on. drop all this audio and everything will be uploaded tomorrow with mlk being uh i have off tomorrow so i'm gonna have everything jumped up Sick. so you can shoot it for everyone uh if you're listening to this keep flying is doing a live stream of the new album survival on saturday the 23rd at 6 p.m eastern standard time um the link is livest l-i-v-e-s-t dot tv slash keep flying i believe so i'll link you for the tickets for it um that's all i got i don't know how this i feel like we just derailed everything again this week and it was awesome so i had a lot of fun but we didn't die from icebergs so that's that's what matters this week always remember that to stay warm with that guys keep rolling wait where's that 20 I can't find it.